This is the Blattcast, a sometimes fast-paced but usually meandering look at the world. Hosted by Christian Blatt, his trusty co-hosts Will Sterling, Jeff DeRay, and sometimes the lovely Zia Anderson, and less occasionally, Lindsay Floyd. So kick back, get ready for quite possibly the longest one hour to perhaps the shortest two hours and 56 minutes of your life. And now, here's Christian Blatt. What's up, Hiroshi? Let's light this candle. Uh, very excited. <laughs> here for the Blattcast, and we come here to celebrate the Dennis Miller option, uh, not to bury it, uh, although we will be doing that too. Uh, Blattcast 413, All Good Things Part 9, and if you're a true fan of the Blattcast, you understand why it's Part 9, and go ahead and jump in the chat and tell us why you remember this being part nine of all good things. Uh, I might have some swag left in the swag store to share with anyone. Uh, what I will not give anyone is my very sweet manscaped shirt, which if you are a fan of the Dennis Miller option, you should appreciate on many levels, but something you will appreciate on all the levels, the one, the only Lindsay K Floyd, Lindsay, welcome back to the black cast. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. And I'm wondering if you might consider giving me the Manscaped shirt because I feel like I have a fonder memory of it than you. Um, I think you might have a less fond memory of uh, <laughs> no, I think it's one of my favorite memories. The Manscaped experience. Well, to be fair, I received an entire swag kit from our friends at Manscaped. So I could give you the shirt. Uh, unless you feel like you would want some of the, uh, some of the accoutrements for the, for the trimming, the tool. Uh, no, keep in mind, keep in mind that they're for men. Okay. So you mean ladies need tools too. Not these tools. <laughs> <laughs> these are heavy duty, huh? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh, we've already got some friends in the chat. Let's say hi to Derek who just, hi, Derek. Uh, he, he's bringing the fire, uh, <laughs> Matt are more like the flaming, and of course, Dominicus Saxon primed and waiting. Glad to see tens of us are here. This is a lot, <laughs> honestly. This is a lot for me. I do a lot of live streaming. Really? Yeah. This is a high number. Dominicus Saxon also wants a listening fez. I do have a listening fez, but I don't yeah. have any to give away. And look who's here, Corby. Corby. Here for the awesomeness. We always appreciate uh, Corby yeah. in there. And, uh, Derek agrees that the Manscaped ad read was hilarious. <laughs> could not stop laughing. Um, anyway, so I'm glad to see so many people turning out. Uh, there were a lot of people who said on Twitter that they'd be here that I'm still waiting for. <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, oh, and our great friend Humble Painter says, sorry, no donuts this time around. I still love it. He gave us a, he sent us like a box of fancy donuts when the radio show ended. And I'm talking like super fancy donuts. And uh, they were really good. And uh, this time around, nothing. And, I'm sad. Yeah. Gene. Gene, Gene Beretta points out that he's got 55 people in his room with him. So how many uh, of them are puppets though? Great, great question. Uh, and Corby says, someone told me you would be giving away your Dennis Miller doll to the one with the most comments. I intend to win. <laughs> I should have brought that upstairs. Uh, if it were anywhere nearby, I would go get it, but uh, <laughs> I'd have to actually look for it. I have the Dennis Miller doll that uh, maybe I, I'll do a, I'll do a future black cast where I share it and I let everybody see it. Uh, and, and we can, we can even talk to it. 
do that. <laughs> so uh, that would be great. Uh, in any case, uh, Lindsay, yes. uh, I wanted to uh, see, we're about five minutes in or really more like four. And um, I haven't, nothing's made you cry yet. And uh, I feel like it's only a matter of time. So why don't you take a minute and talk about uh, what the show meant to you, but I want you to start with what you knew about Dennis Miller before they said, Hey, you're going to produce this guy's podcast. Um, wow. I actually didn't see that question coming. I knew of him originally because he was the other like radio show using the studio when I worked at Love Lime. So we were there, you know, 10 p.m., 9 p.m. to midnight or one. And as someone who had learned to run the soundboard there and done a bunch of other things in that studio, it was always a big deal that the soundboard be reset for this guy, Dennis Miller, in the morning because it was just like, it was a particular thing. So I remember that. Um, and then largely not much because I'm very disconnected from the world and I'm working on my pop culture in general. But uh, gosh, when he came over to the podcast network where I'm at now, was working with Newt Gingrich and it was a nightmare. Um, I'd been hearing about Miller coming over, but it really took a while for you guys to like confirm the contract. So it was kind of an up in the air thing for quite a while. Yeah. We, there, there, there was some uh, negotiation on the contract. Uh, we, right. uh, we had been somewhere else before yeah. we requested one. Exactly. Uh, but anyway, yes. Continue. But, yes. Continue your thoughts. Uh, no. So just finally, the contract got signed, and my uh, my boss at the time, Ted Woods, was like, "Hey, do you want to stay with Newt, or do you want to do Dennis? I think you're going to want to do Dennis." Uh, and so. And so I went with it. It's been amazing, or it was amazing, I guess. And uh, I've known Ted for a long time. Uh, right. And he probably chimed in to say that here's the catch. You <laughs> have to do this show with this guy who thinks he's the producer, and he's going to try and do a lot of work. Uh, he's probably going to tell you how to do things. And uh, he's really old and not <laughs> fun to work with. Is that what Ted told you? Yeah, yeah, most of that has been true about you too. Hundred percent. I, I, yeah, I was, uh, I was, I was such a busybody. I, I booked almost all the guests on the show, and uh, mm -hmm. that's very, very impolite. Um, we will yeah, well, uh, that's really helpful, honestly. Since I oh, guess yeah. in a way I'm much more. I've been a technical producer uh, while making some content or or chiming in right as a third mic, but. Uh, largely I've been like technical side, getting the connections, um, connected and tested and then, and then editing everything, all the sound and mixing and all that. Yes. Well, uh, also, uh, joining us now is our fourth mic for the show. Uh, the one, the only, the voice yeah. of the Dennis Miller option, Farad Muhammad listed as Don Fardo. That's <laughs> right. Musical guest, Bruce Springsteen. Okay. That's enough of that. Um, <laughs> Hello, Christian and Lindsay. How are you doing there today? Hi. We're doing great. Uh, I'm glad you're able to uh, pop in and join us. Uh, Absolutely. There was uh, some great reaction. You recorded a special intro and outro for the final episode, which uh, I'm sure everybody's heard. But most of the attention has been 
rave reviews for the voicemail you left, especially for how you ended it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, got a lot of uh, I, I think uh, including Kurt Schlichter texted me how much he thought that was funny. Uh, oh, really? So, nice. Yeah. Uh, so what did you, uh, so let's uh, talk about the fact that uh, you ended your voicemail and you heard Dennis laugh, like all legitimate laughs. The fact that mm-hmm. you ended your voicemail. Oh, and death to America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's I, I consider that to be like the, uh, the the punchline to like a ten year long joke. Uh, yeah. That uh, I mean, I, I think one of the first times I relayed a message to Dennis, either through Twitter or via uh, or via the live phone. Afterwards, uh, Dennis just asked you kind of uh, kind of in confidence, but on the air, basically saying, "So, uh, so Farad, he kind of, you know, it's like." Yeah. <laughs> And, and even even in, in recent years, you'd be in the studio. He's like, he's still Kaido, right? You know, and he, he asked that not that long ago, within the last couple of weeks. Yep. And I, I think I said that you were in the ISIS reserves. I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. The ISIS reserves. Yeah. Yes. That's what so, you said. Um, but, uh, so I figured that, you know, in order to, to, to close out my last voicemail, I decided, I decided to just play, uh, you know, steer into the skid and play, and then just, uh, put a little button on the, on that, on that, uh, on that joke there. So I, I was yeah. uh, quite pleased that the reaction to it was quite, was, uh, was as, uh, was as, uh, was as well liked as it was. As it well, was I hope you weren't too, too upset that your voice wasn't the actual last voice on the podcast. Uh, no, we, no, I'm good. We had some, uh, <laughs> We we had some uh, editorial decision, uh, Lindsay and I. Uh, we we drove up to Dennis's house uh, last Thursday, and we'll talk about mm-hmm. that a little bit later. Uh, mm-hmm. And we listened to some voicemails, and we're like, we have to include this last call from AJR. And uh, I think we're going to talk with him a little bit later. Uh, it's a complete hundred percent oversight on my part that we forgot to play Jason Blair's Chimp Doctor call. And yeah. so then that's where the idea came from of like, well, what if the last sound of the Dennis Miller option is, is the chimp doctor noise, which I'm not allowed to make on camera, by the way. I don't know if well, yeah, yeah, it's that. like, uh, a, you know, it's copyright there. You that's know. the conceit of chimp doctors that uh, you can never hear that. You can never see me make that noise. That's just not the way that it works. So, gotcha. <laughs> uh, so yeah. And um, I, I, there I, I, I threw in my two cents on, on what you did record, though, because uh, I was reminded, uh, uh, you know, you said uh, the way Dennis used to end Weekend Update, that's news we are out of here. And I was like, oh, yeah, but I always liked how on the HBO sh- o show he would do this whole long thing and be like, ah, fuck it, who wants pie? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and, I, I love um, the, the, uh, the emphasis in there. I like when uh, you use your big boy announcer voice to, to use uh, dirty words for us. <laughs> <laughs> Which is rare, both on on air as well as just in real life. I'm not that much of a cursor, but you know, I mean, I, in, uh, but I've been a fan of Dennis's ever since his days on SNL, and so I figured, you know, yeah. why the hell not? So, well, um, yeah, I mean, you know, com- <laughs> comedy must rule in, in all cases. Uh, by the way, uh, Sam Whitfield uh, appreciated hearing your laugh. Uh, professional voicemailer Corby says uh, your voicemail almost killed me. Uh, okay. So nice. People are very excited uh, to see you there, and uh, Derek said, "Yeah, I LOL'd so hard at that. That would well, be good. Good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad a lot of people got a uh, got got a lot of laughs out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And uh, hey, Chris in the chat uh, liked the ending to the podcast, so he appreciated the fact that uh, Chimp Doctor uh, uh, was there. So did so did uh, Corby. And uh, we have got a lot of good friends in here, so it's a, it's mm. a lot of fun. There's a this is a full chat. They're 
I, I usually won't say the number of people that are watching, but we've got 40 people watching right now, which Holy is cow. Just, just very exciting to uh, have so many of them. Uh, so, uh, Farad, I wanted to uh, – <laughs> sorry, Uvula Scrimshaw chimes in. I haven't listened yet. I like spoilers. Good, because you're going to get – Good. Uh, always good to see you there, Scrimshaw. So, uh, but, uh, you know, we only have a few minutes for any of our, our guests we're going to have on. But, Farad, I wanted to uh, kind of let you talk a little bit about what – you know, the, the radio show and the podcast meant for you, but then also the fact that you were uh, someone who volunteered to do our production for mm-hmm. uh, both incarnations of, of this podcast. Uh, did you do it for Red Circle Sports or did we not have one? I don't think you had one for Red Circle yeah. Sports. But-, but once we started doing the Dennis Miller option, I think you you uh, you offered to do it. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. And I was very quick to point out I had no budget to work with. So, uh, so this this would be what we call gratis. Gratis, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. I mean, uh, I mean, I didn't have a, a voiceover agent back then, so you you yeah. guys get in under the right under right under the wire. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and, and also because and also because it's a it was a it was it was a pleasure and honor to do this for both you as well as for Dennis. Um, but uh, yeah, the radio show and the and the podcasts, the radio show more more specifically, had been had been like appointment. Uh, listening for me, I was about to say sure. appointment television, which is not right, but um, but no, I mean I would listen into the Dennis Miller radio show every single weekday. Um, I, at, at one point during my uh, dur- while I was listening to it, I was laughing apparently so loud that the HR guy kind of said that to me and said, "Hey, could you could you turn that down a bit?" So, but uh, <laughs> uh, but great. no, but yeah, it was cool, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, it was it was it was really not, it was really great that I got to interact with uh, you and Dennis and Saves and uh, and, uh, and and all the rest of them there. Manga, um, Agent Manga, Starling, Starling. Liev. That's right, Liev. Yeah. Yes, that's what I was trying yeah. to think of there. Yeah. And yeah. Um, very easily, very easily forgotten, Liev. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but um, <laughs> but no, the um, we uh, but uh, the fact that I was able to interact with everybody either via Twitter or on the phone. And and then later yeah. on in person, uh, when I actually made an appearance on the on the radio show a couple of times, uh, that was just that, that I, I was just I, I was just uh, as Dennis would say, like a pig and slop. Um, yeah, that, that, there was a there was a really fun day where we were at that uh, museum of broadcasting broadcast communications. Yeah. yeah, that's right, broadcast communications. And it was uh, Dennis, myself, you, and Rob Lorich. We were all there yes, in the yes. And I was I was talking about this not that long ago. That we, I was actually telling Dennis this story. Uh, we had had Rob on the day before, and he was in. He did some voices, you know. And we, he'd been a regular caller, and he would post a lot in the message boards. And I was walking around Chicago with him, and he starts doing the Gene Simmons voice. I'm like, "Where the fuck was that on the radio?" <laughs> so I had to tell Dennis, "I'm like, there's a reason he's back. It's worth it." Trust me. So we we had him trot out the the Gene Simmons voice, and oh, okay. So the, that they, was that was the first time he did it because he had, he had done it for me off the air because he knew I liked Kiss, and I'm like, that's that's like you know that's like such a great voice. How how are we not using it? You know, I have no uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I was glad to also get that included in there. And uh, Rob is uh, very meticulous. He spent like the whole weekend on his five minute voicemail. And uh, Dennis enjoyed that voicemail so much that he asked me to email it to him and he played it for his wife. Uh, so, yeah. 
So, uh, but he always, uh, he was, he was very glad to hear from you. Uh, he always uh, enjoyed having you spend time. You know, you were one of the few people, uh, who joined Lindsay and I in the studio. Uh, for that's true. Uh, no, in, fact, everybody else were, were like, you know, people who had been booked as like guest guests. You were the only audience member we ever had for the podcast. <laughs> I'm known so, as Chicago's greatest audience you, member. So uh, for a you, reason, you, so, you yeah. should be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, well, Farad, I, I feel like we, we won't be saying goodbye and not just because I also have production, uh, that I, I I've used. And in fact, it, it will have, uh, been at the beginning of this audio version, the audio version of this episode, people will hear the, uh, black cast production that you did some time ago, but oh, nice. uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll still talk and, uh, we will uh, interact. Of course, uh, Justin Fincher wants people to know where they can keep up with you. Uh, where, where are you at and, uh, what some, any of your upcoming gigs are? Uh, well, the, my main gig at this point, uh, I, I, usually I would say out of the voice of Dennis Miller option, but that's no longer an option. Um, I, uh, I, uh, I do a lot of, um, motion graphics work for the people over at Channel Awesome. So, uh, you could probably see my work there. Uh, and as I mentioned before, I do have a voiceover agent. So I'm hoping that, uh, through the, my connections with the people over at Big Mouth Talent, you'll be able to hear my voice on a commercial or television show near you at some point in time in the future. But, uh, right now that's almost like the major things in the hopper for this point. Right. Well, exactly. But uh, we'll just uh, keep our eyes out for you on uh, Farad, uh, just at Farad Muhammad on yep, at Farad Twitter. Muhammad, yeah. Um, and, on Twitter, uh, Instagram, all the rest of those there, yeah. Right. I'll, you know, a <laughs> little bit of everything. And uh, Farad, you actually in the the DMZ uh, Facebook group, you mm -hmm. actually started uh, a great uh, conversation, which uh, you should probably see right there. <laughs> you asked a very important question. You good? Which, good. <laughs> uh, definitely a reference from the old radio show that uh, I think a lot of people will remember. It's just the way that so many voicemails ended at that time. You good? <laughs> so, uh, and uh, there was a lot of feedback, and uh, a lot of people were not doing good because they didn't appreciate it. But uh, uh, fraud, as uh, as Dennis would often say, hit your knees, boys, every day. <laughs> Every, every day, day. every <laughs> day, hit your knees <laughs> that, that you're not me. Uh, but, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, and we had a delightful uh, lunch at a Mexican restaurant uh, for Rod, Lindsay and I. And it was the oh, yeah. yep. first time that I ever saw Lindsay have an alcoholic drink. Was and, that the first time? Oh, really? Uh, yeah, because it was in the middle of the day. It was a work day. It was a lunch. Oh, you know, yeah. Usually I only saw you at work. And, you know, then the Black Cast uh, Christmas party changed to how many drinks I had seen you had. <laughs> it went from one to two, right? Two hundred? <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, well, Farad, it is always a treat to chat with you and to hear, always uh, a treat. To hear that laugh that uh, even Conan O'Brien appreciates that laugh. You know, oh yeah, <laughs> his new favorite guy. Even though you, you, know, I guess that was like a decade ago. Um, but uh, three years, will, yeah, close enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, so uh, we'll we'll talk soon, though. Uh, Absolutely. There's, uh, there's always so much going on in the, uh, and and I'm looking forward to those uh, late night with David Letterman style bumpers for the black cast. Uh, the next time you get an opportunity, um, to pick one. For yeah, me. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, although I don't think you can eat in restaurants right now. So, but when you can. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, after 2021, sure. <laughs> yeah, 2023. Anyway, uh, thanks so much, Farad Muhammad, the voice of the Dennis Miller option. Uh, Sam Whitfield pointed out that uh, it was actually Will Sterling who did the voiceover for Red Circle Sports. He was the original producer for that show, so that makes sense. 
Uh, and uh, uh, you know, Patty wants to know what is Lorch doing? He's a pro who needs showcasing. I definitely agree with that, but uh, he's not on Twitter. Uh, I think he got kicked mm-hmm. off for real, but you can find him mm-hmm. on Instagram. I think it's RJ's photo picks P I X. I'm fairly sure. Uh, Chris really appreciated the uh, Gene Simmons thing. And Jacob wants to know, where did Lindsay get a Dr. L kite? Hashtag Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You want to tell people where you are and that this might not be your oh. Yeah, I'm not sure what you're referencing. I assume it's something here. Uh, I'm sitting in my boyfriend's office at his distillery in San Diego. So this is all his stuff. Yeah, so uh, it's his stuff. So if you think anything back there is cool, it'll tell you how cool uh, Lindsay's uh, boyfriend is. Yeah, Uh, there's a few few posters I brought. You just can't see them. Right, exactly. Uh, Norm says you had to uh, re-listen to that final Gene Simmons voicemail because he's so good. And hey, look at this. Tim in San Diego. Hey, Christian. That's all he said. But we love Tim. A local. Always good to hear from him. Uh, so let's see, Patrick, I was feeling bad for the end of Miller's podcast until I heard about him selling his Montecito estate. Yeah. How's that? Yeah. Uh, he, he got a couple dollars for that. I thought that was really, <laughs> and what ended up being, I guess the penultimate, the second to last episode, uh, Aaron Berg, uh, came on and he just went right, right for Dennis. Right and, for it. Yeah. Estate jugular. Uh, it was very funny. And, Nobody laughed harder at that than Dennis, you know, I think <laughs> you hear, you know, the idea that he sold his house for as much as he did, uh, you know, is not lost on, uh, you know, a, a kid from Pittsburgh who has uh, talked about how much he enjoyed having things like tuna slop for dinner and uh, always, you know, to, the, to the horror of his wife always insists on having Miracle Whip in the fridge instead of actual mayonnaise. So, you know, uh, yeah, I, I thought that that, that uh, was indeed very funny. Uh, and uh, Jacob Downey uh, would uh, hire Farad for a voiceover, hire him to read his eulogy. <laughs> uh, Corby says the person who Dennis personally said you're good to. I appreciated that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lindsay, let's uh, sort of talk about you know, you start producing this show and mm-hmm. you, you start talking more and more, but uh, mm-hmm. which I, I, I've told you, Dennis really enjoyed that. He liked your laugh. He thought you had a great laugh. And uh, on the old radio show, uh, we had a, our, our friend Sarah who originally handled our website. And when she would be in studio, he loved the fact that there would be a female laugh and not just my fake laugh. You know, there would be like a real sincere laugh. And I think that's what he liked, that it was a genuine, pure laughter, not jaded by show business laughter, like the one that mm-hmm. I did, you know, mm-hmm. so that's why he really liked it. Uh, but, uh, talk a little bit about, you know, starting to chime in more on the show and, you know, maybe how you weren't sure at first, if, if that was what you should be doing. Um, I mean, who, I think it's funny because of course I wasn't at all prepared or expecting it, uh, nor did I think I should be doing it. I'm, I've been producing podcasts and working in radio for a while now, obviously nowhere near as long as you two, but but I've been doing it, um, but obviously not with like a five-time Emmy winner, not with someone with so many accolades. So that was really exciting. And, and, and three Cable Ace Awards. Exactly. Uh-huh. And MTV Award, too. That's true. Well, you know, but he only got that for hosting. You know what? That's the Still only reason. He hosted, he hosted the MTV Awards two years back-to-back, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just 
no, I did not expect to be there. And I was definitely intimidated. Um, gosh, I just felt like I was working with two people who really knew what they were doing and had been successful at it. So I didn't want to, you know, fuck it up. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I appreciate that, uh, that, that you were there. I thought it, it, it added to the dynamic that, you know, Dennis and I have had for a long time. I mean, I've, Known him for 16 years, and you know, from the start of the radio show, I would talk a little bit, but I guess from about 2010 onward, I was the only other voice that he really talked to consistently. Mm-hmm. Uh, once when Salmon left the show, so you know, I think that we had basically gotten as much as we could out of that, but you know, and I mean, I it was never lost on me how much he valued my input, not just the fact that he would say sometimes that things were so funny and you know, the praise. Mm-hmm was always welcome but he was first starting to do the original version of the podcast which was it was a sports podcast called red circle sports uh for podcast one and he uh he asked me before is like could you just sit in the first time the first one because i didn't work on it in any capacity you know that was a uh i was just like oh yeah i mean I, i you know i don't work for that company so he just asked if i could sit in because it would make it easier for him and then before we even did the show he like then asked if, you know, anytime that I had, I, I think we only did it once a week at first. So anytime that I was free on say Monday, if I could sit in, he'd appreciate it. And uh, fortunately for him, unfortunately for me, I wasn't working on anything. Yeah. Uh, I, I was there every, every uh, recording day for first that show. And then when it turned into, we would do one day of red circle sports and then one day of the Dennis Miller option. And then it just turned into two days of the Dennis Miller option. Uh, but mm-hmm. It was only a couple of weeks and then he felt bad and he started paying me himself, like directly. I got paid through Dennis's company. I never got paid by that company. Uh, so uh, that's always, I think, something worth mentioning, you know, and uh, Dennis has uh, always been great. There have been times where uh, for various shows, he's uh, always known that uh, there's some extra you know, some extra money that uh, could have gone around that uh, maybe didn't, you know, companies make these kind of decisions sometimes over the years. And uh, he's uh, always been really good about that. So, uh, you know, uh, there are no complaints about that also. And uh, just having fun on the air is, uh, was the real treat. And I think that interestingly, uh, I think everybody knows that, you know, we have fun on the air, but, uh, when we did the last show, he was being really nice. And then he told me to go fuck myself, which I thought was very funny. <laughs> right. But then I told Lindsay this. He called me after and he's like, oh, you know, I, yeah, I didn't mean that. I was just joking. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's fine. Like, that's that's our thing. It, it, I'm not upset, you know. Uh, yeah. But he still called. And and uh, mm. I don't know. I thought that, uh, that that was fun. Uh, I thought so anyway. He's got a big heart. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, so we referenced it a little while ago uh, that we went up to the house and we had the occasion to go up there a few times, a few times we had to record up there for technical reasons or to, you know, fix something or whatever. Um, I'm going to miss those trips to that, to that house that he doesn't own anymore. No, Uh, Yeah. 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 You know, hang on a second. Yeah. Uh, So talk a little bit about those trips, you know, Oh, like well, I mean, I just, we would drive to, up like 90 miles. Yeah, I had to sit in the car with Christian for uh, an hour and a half each way. So that was pretty rough. Uh, I'm sure it was. 
<laughs> but uh, no, it was fun. I mean, Dennis has an amazing, beautiful house. And uh, it's always great, of course, to see him in person. You know, we'd been doing that regularly when he first started the Larry King show. But after a while, they got him equipment to his house. So we weren't seeing him every week in L.A. And uh, so, you know, anytime we have the chance to go up to Santa Barbara, that's been fun to see him and, um, you know, yeah. have a little road trip. And Yeah, uh, I, I really liked doing the uh, when he was doing the TV show and we would go to Glendale. I know you had to drive all the way to Glendale, but that was much closer for me. But I also like because we would get a lot of guests in studio. And I would, uh, you know, it was a lot of like, who do they have booked for that show? And we would kind sure. of pollinate because it's like, well, I have this person for the TV show. Uh, if you're, sorry, mm-hmm. for the podcast, we would trade, you know, like we had, right, right. We had Leno, they got Leno, we had Gene Simmons, they got Gene Simmons. And, and they had actually uh, been uh, told no by Gene Simmons' publicist. But then I was like, wow. Wow. So, I did. So well uh, and I still don't work on that show, but that's all right. Uh, so that was, uh, yeah, so that was, that. That. and, uh, you know, we would, uh, Dennis almost always wanted to get Shake Shack when we were there. Uh, and, uh, that was always fun. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about our, our travels with Dennis, but, uh, joining us now is, uh, Gene from Philly, uh, who has an interesting display name, uh, Christian Floyd. Uh, not not to be confused with Floyd Vivino, uh, Uncle Floyd of New Jersey UHF theme uh, fame. Good, good uh, leave, it to, leave it to the engineer to have the worst audio in the show. No, <laughs> no, the I'm sitting in a warehouse. Like, yeah. Really, you've got to have me be. And I love your setup there. It's Look at like that. Yeah. So I, uh, awesome. Yeah, I, I see. I see a lot of. Uh, I, I see some familiar faces there. Now, Gene, yeah. you kicked off the uh, the farewell voicemails. Uh, I I did. I I wanted to start weeding them in. Uh, I didn't want to save them all for the last episode because, correctly, I assumed that at a certain point he was just like, "You good?" You know. So right, right, right. Uh, I, I I so, but he uh, he liked yours, uh, and uh, I know I know how much attention to detail you put into those and uh you know you do like to kind of workshop those a little bit but uh we're happy with the, the reaction I, I improv them i go out you know on a tuesday yeah. night yeah it's it's like hey can i get a couple of minutes of stage time i have a i have a voicemail that i want to i i, I, right. I want to workshop here at the, at the yeah at the, i have them turn the lights down just so it's audio yeah you go you go to Helium Comedy Club uh, to try and try out Look some. Oh, Helium Comedy Club. How do you know that? I, I've heard comedians plug gigs before. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've also yeah. heard of Zanies, you know. So, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, talk a little bit about uh, getting that kind of reaction and some of the reactions you've been able to get over the years uh, from, from just your calls uh, and, and voicemails to the radio show and then the podcast. Well, it, it got addictive really quickly because I think I made my first call in maybe the second week of his radio show and it went over really well. And I just thought like a lot of people, it's a high when you get a professional comedian to laugh at something you do. So then uh, it became almost a weekly thing. And then you were just kind enough to let me continue to uh, contribute even you know, pre-recorded things to the show and um it's, it was always just a high to hear him laugh. Um, and also, of course, you know, 
if, if it didn't go over well, you were ready to jump out a window. And so I was <laughs> texting you to just like, oh, Jesus, I yeah. really fucked that one up, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, and and I remember that especially from the the earliest days of the radio show when I didn't talk that much, and if I chimed in, and it didn't go over, I was like, oh no! So it would be like days before I even tried. I'd have stuff that I was pretty sure was funny. I'm like, nope, I don't yeah. want to go you through know, that. Again. You just reminded me of a call I made where there was the the tennis open in the in the city, and I called just to complain about the traffic or something. And he was in no mood for it. So he said, you know, uh, I forget what he said, but he, he kind of wrote it off as, you know, how many years do you have to live? When's it going to happen again? And he said, see you later. And then people started calling in, supporting me, saying you gave him a rough time. So I called, <laughs> I called back to the show two more times that day to say the exact same thing. <laughs> and I redeemed myself. So I he loved that. that. That was funny. Yeah. Uh, Jason Blair, who'll be on, uh, I think a little bit later, he mentioned that uh, Dennis was going through a whole thing about how he didn't like how Jim Rome, his callers would say, thanks for the vine. And he went through a whole thing. And then Jason was the next caller. And he said, thanks for the vine, which should have been really funny. But you know what I I used to love to do? And and you were in on it with me is he sometimes he just wouldn't recognize my voice after years. And sometimes I would just go on with a different name, completely same voice and say the same thing in the next hour until he finally (laughs) caught on in hour three. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And, and do, do we want to talk about how some of your friends who would call in? uh, uh, Oh, like my, my fictitious friends. Hey, I don't know. I I thought that they were real friends until you just said that Uh, Burton, Berlin, New Jersey. Yes, Virgin Berlin, New Jersey. Like I, that didn't sound like him at all. <clears throat> I've got it a. It I've sounds a like George Takei. Yeah, it definitely yeah. sounds like George Takei. Oh my! Well, you know how why that started is because I started uh, wanting to call in more and more, just spontaneous things based on whatever they were talking about in the show. And I thought I can't call twice as Gene because he's going to get sick of me. So I would, I would call as somebody else. Sometimes it was an obvious joke. Other times it was just. Uh, for the sake of wanting to make a comment and going on as, you know, Jim in Brooklyn or something. Right. And, and uh, was Leo in West Virginia or regular Virginia, Uh, Richmond, Virginia, Richmond, Virginia. That's what it was. And I think that that was one where you hadn't told any of us. Hmm. And then there was something about it where I'm like, I I think that sounds like Gene to me. Or maybe he said the same thing you had said, and that's what it was. Uh, I did it to Larry O'Connor, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, I'm forgetting though. There, there's another, those aren't the only two, right? There's gotta be somebody else that I would do. I went on as Peter Gabriel a couple of times (laughs) (laughs) with like really obscure phrases and things. Yeah. From like, like like early seventies Gabriel. You didn't say, yeah, it wasn't like I'll hit you with a sledgehammer. It was, it was like early Genesis stuff. Yeah. He would just say like, he would out of the blue, just, you know, and then a, a, a butterfly can ring the bell twice and never see the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Uh, and uh, talk a little bit about uh, how great Lindsay is, because it'll make her uncomfortable, uh, and how much you enjoyed hearing her on the show. She's not going to like it. So I'm, not, I'm trying to think, what can we say to make her cry? Um, you want me to cry? You know, I, I was trying, uh, mm-hmm. but... Every time that I've tried, uh, 
one of you assholes has showed up and really ruined my flow. No. Uh, and, and another one's going to be on in a minute. But uh, oh, yeah, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's this on the news? Um, <laughs> dog of uh, Miss Floyd in California struck by truck and that's not expected not to live. Funny. Like, that's not funny. That's uh, not funny. And I can hear him sniffing under the door right here. Trying yeah, to she it. knows he's okay. Uh, well, Gene, uh, stay with us uh, because uh, joining us now is uh, actually Jason Blair in a very Hi. festive, not just a festive uh, decorations behind him, but the most festive sweater mm -hmm. I've ever seen you in. Uh, Jason, we were talking before about some of your mishaps as a caller to the radio show. My favorite <laughs> one, you said, thanks for the vine. Yeah. When he clearly did not want to be thanked for the vine, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you like asked him like a legitimate, heartfelt question because you know we used to do Dennis X Machina where he wanted like life advice. So you yeah. asked him life advice. Uh, talk yeah. about how that went for you, Jason. Yeah, that was. Uh, I remember at the time I worked for the federal government and I could live anywhere in the continental United States, and so uh, I was getting ready to get deployed for this thing and. Ended up moving back to my hometown of Indianapolis, but I was like, you know, Dennis has been a lot of places. He's, you know, uh, stand-up comic. Obviously, he's been to every little, you know, place with a with a comedy store. So he's been, he he knows where the nice places are. So I remember I called up and and I just asked him. I said I, I could live anywhere in the country. Where where do you think would be a good place to check out? And he just, you're asking me where you should live. And I'm like, well, yeah, you've been a lot of places. What places strike your fancy? And he's just like, why would you ask? I don't know you. What, what do you like? I mean, I don't know. Boise's nice. Next caller. And that was it. That was so and, and Dominica Saxon would, uh, would agree. Boise is nice. So perhaps <laughs> that's where you should have gone. Yeah, I, I, I know. And by the way, if you'd made that call the next day, you might've gotten like a, a very different answer, but uh, <laughs> that, you know, look at the, the shared uh, pain experience uh, is a fun one. Uh, and, uh, you know, speaking of uh, pain, I, I have to apologize to Jason. I did him a great disservice uh, because I, uh, Dennis on one of the last shows solicited a chimp doctor call. And so I immediately asked Jason because he had done a, a you know, a, a pretty strong one not too long ago. And I'm like, okay, because we had one that uh, our friend Corby left that, uh, he did a voice and Dennis didn't like it. Corby did not say it was him. He was glad that he distanced himself from it. Uh, he messaged me after the fact. He's like, yeah, that was me. Uh, so I asked Jason for it and then I completely forgot to play it in the show. <laughs> Uh, is uh, very consistent. It's very on brand for me, but I do I apologize that I did it to you. Look, if I screwed screwed over Gene, I wouldn't feel bad. But <laughs> I screwed over Jason, and I I felt I felt very bad about that. Well, I went to work on it the first time I did it. it I realized it, it's like the aristocrats. Chimp Doctor is all about the setup. So yes, you know, yes. you read it very straight. Use a lot of medical terminology that really the more scientific and less funny the question is, the funnier the payoff is. So Correct. I really did a lot of research into dentistry and vectors of COVID transmission and, you know, really, I think, asked a very ridiculous, solid question. And so I was very excited to hear what D Dennis would say because I got a good laugh out of him last time. And then yeah. – 
So I remember texting you after I knew you recorded the last episode. And I was like, how did Dennis like it? And you were like, oh. And, and that was the moment where I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck, I didn't play it. And I had like gone over with Lindsay all the things that, that we had. And she didn't know I had that you know, that I had, that we had to look for it uh, because I had dealt with you on that. So, uh, and that was, I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. Cause I was like, we got this one and we got that one. And we, you know, and, and I was like, oh no, yeah. but that's when I came up with the idea, which was the, uh, the end credit scene from a, from a Marvel movie. Uh, so Jason gets to be again, to use the word penultimate, the second to last voice uh, on the Dennis Miller option, Followed by uh, Chim Doctor himself, which uh, mm-hmm. uh, Lindsay, what? How did you? How do you feel that that worked? And uh, also, uh, it was important that we include that call from AJR, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had to get AJR in there. That was too bad we couldn't get him on the show. Um, but the Chim Doctor call was the only way to end that show, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> you know, it's a shame that AJR didn't show up earlier in the run of the show because his his spots are brilliant. Yeah. And, and Lindsay, talk about how you actually tried to get him on the show. Oh, yeah. No, I, I called the number that he used to leave his voicemail numerous times. Um, the direct line to him was full. The mailbox was full. So I left him the general, but I, I did not get any response. You know what yeah. I think it could it's be? It's Stefan in New Jersey. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. Or maybe Dennis is doing an Andy Kaufman and it's Dennis. It's all Dennis. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. Yeah, I know. I did like those calls, and we 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 will have to check the uh, voicemails, and we'll see if he left one after the last show, because uh, we do have we've got a drawer full of uh, voicemails, and I, I think uh, I, I don't know. I hate the idea that they would go to waste. So I think uh, Lindsay and I will do another special at some point. I'm going to make you do more work on this show you won't work on anymore. Did you guys ever go through the voicemails that were left between the radio show and the Westwood so. One return? I mean, because yeah, that they, line uh, was still available for like three yeah, years, right? They, so. uh, I think there's like a 90-day limit, though. So there oh. wasn't like three years worth of voicemails. Yeah, yeah. To you should put out like a KTEL 45 set that you can <laughs> sell on UHF. I, I, I do love that idea. We could, we could sell it during Uncle Floyd, actually. And Lindsay, do you I, even know what UHF is? Does no. oh, you want you want to it's a weird album movie. Movie. It's a great oh, okay. weird album movie. Uh, uh yeah. When there were when there were dials on TV, you had your top numbers, which were like two through thirteen. Uh those are the real channels. And then UHF were the crazy channels, which were like up to I don't know, it was like up to like the fifties or something. Sixty yeah. something. Yeah, and the reception yeah. was always a lot worse. Yeah, yeah it's so like uh UHF channels, or that's the a movie. UHF is a name of the yeah, the name of the channels was UHF. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it was uh, U52, I think. It, it was about programming a UHF channel. And the programming on UHF channels was was fairly crazy, actually. Uh, but uh, that's, that's a little history lesson. Uh, and, uh, Lindsay, you talked about on the show, uh, you would occasionally need a little bit of history lessons on the career of uh, Mr. Dennis Miller, including, and you shared this story on the show, you watched mm-hmm. Bordello of Blood with your boyfriend's I did. parents. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Luckily, they were largely not in the room, but I was just really nervous they were going to walk in. I mean, they're so religious that the first couple times we stayed at his parents' house, he and I had to stay in different rooms. So, 
Wow. So Bordello of Blood was was very risque, but uh, yeah. it was a great movie. I saw it in the theater, actually. Yeah, same here. Really? Yeah. I'm yeah. so jealous. <laughs> I, I, I saw I saw both Tales from the Crypt movies at the at the theater, but that one I, I like because I thought Dennis was funny, so I wanted to see him in a you know star in a movie. Yeah, uh, he's great. I, I wish yeah. he had done more more. Yeah, I mean, because a lot of what he did, like he's in the Michael Douglas movie Disclosure. He's mm-hmm. in uh, he's in a movie with Rebecca De Mornay, but it's not Hand that Rocks the Cradle. I forget which one. No, that's I forget what that one's called. But he, so he's in a few movies. He's also in The Net with Sandra Bullock, mm-hmm. and uh, oh. that movie comes up a lot. And oh. uh, people, people have you, you know, you have to give him uh, props uh, in there. Uh, so a whole conversation about UHF in the chat. <laughs> oh, I see. I haven't. I haven't I'm still behind in the chat. Uh, I'll have to uh, have to find out what people's favorite UHF channels were. Uh, now, Jason. So uh, before I, I know that uh, you're squeezing us in uh, between holiday cheer, uh, yeah. which we appreciate. Uh, so what? Uh, apart from your contributions, and you guys were both on our live call-in show that we did, right? Which I was uh, the first. Uh, voicemail, no, first live in caller to Red Circle Sports with Dennis Miller uh, one time. Wow. I was also the yeah. first, I think, uh, I don't know, first or second call in to actual the Dennis Miller option, the, too. The, the podcast one, Dennis Miller option, or yes. the Westwood? Okay, yeah, yeah. The podcast so, one, yeah. Man, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna have to get a, a, an entire wing in the uh, Dennis Miller Option Hall of Fame, and don't worry, Gene, you're gonna get one too. Uh, <laughs> hey, I, I sat in for an entire hour twice when he came to New York. Yeah. Those were my biggest. Those were my most exciting moments of the whole run. Oh, you, yeah, you did that for the for the radio show, right? Radio show. Oh, for the po- yeah. yeah, not for the podcast. Yeah. And uh, uh, I think and, of them all as one. It's kind of hard. I mean, it really wasn't that different, you know. Uh, well, the difference a- between the radio show and the podcast was that uh, Carl from New Hampshire was like nowhere in the podcast. But I know. Yeah, all I, over the radio show. I thought That's about crazy. that, and I think he didn't understand how podcasts worked. Like, I don't think <laughs> yeah. he knew how to. Like, I had him on the Blackcast a couple of times, but I don't think he knew how to listen to a podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and that must be why we didn't actually, we didn't have the, yeah. I, yeah, it's funny. Cause I, I was thinking of all the people to reach out to for the last episode. And I thought of Carl I'm like, wait, Carl's never been on the show. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, you mentioned, uh, Stefan in New Jersey before I do have his home number and, uh, we had him on the, uh, the black cast after the radio show ended. You did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was a really funny call too. Cause like I, you know, he didn't know we were, we called him live and we have to do the thing where, you know, just so you know, we're recording the the call. You have to tell somebody right away. And we told him that the radio show was ending and he's like, do you think Dennis is okay? I could give him a couple bucks if he needs it. (laughs) Deadpan. And uh, I, I I always loved Stefan. And there, there was this theory that Stefan and racist Scott uh, from Massachusetts were the same guy. In but, fact, racist Scott, you know, randomly, I'll, I was listening to, I think, Rush Limbaugh one time. Some other, he calls into other shows. He calls into a lot of shows, yeah. Yeah, and you'll hear it, and you're like, wait, that's racist Scott. And uh, <laughs> I think I've heard Doug from South Carolina on a few call-in shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kinda, we, uh, we, we lost Doug from South Carolina. Oh. He, he loved to call about old movies, but uh, you, oh, know, you, don't mean, I think, you don't mean he died. 
Yeah, wait, what did he say? Okay, that's what I thought you meant. I think he died, yeah. In the last five years, we may have lost him. I don't know. But he he didn't want to be – he didn't like the show anymore because he loved talking about old movies and he had a a lot of things about that. Um, But, he, you know, and and look, I think a lot of people who listened to the podcast and the radio show didn't have uh, the the same politics as Dennis. I think that there were things that they did agree with him, but then there are other things that they didn't, but you can still listen and still enjoy the show. But uh, Doug was somebody that – that that was too much. He was on the message boards for a little while, and then he left that, and then he just left the show entirely. Um, so it was, and it was, a, it was definitely over politics. And you know, and we I had, think it was a, there was a Doug from Palm Springs too, right? Or some. I think his guy? name was John, maybe. Uh, yeah, but, he told a joke that was so funny, and was the only time I repeated it to somebody at work, and was the only time it it got me in trouble at work. Was do you uh, remember the joke? Yes, it was right after the. Uh, I think the. Mitt Romney elections and Washington state both legalized gay marriage and uh, marijuana, like on the same uh, ballot. So I'm in 2010, 2012. So he calls in and he goes, uh, yeah, Dennis, this proves to me that Washington state is the most biblical state in the country because they uh, approve gay marriage and uh, marijuana. And Dennis was like, well, how does that make him biblical? And he says, because it says in Leviticus, if a man is to lie down with another, let him be stoned. And it was like, <laughs> That's a great joke. It, it wow, was I a great remember. joke. And I told it to, I told it to a friend of mine. I said, I heard a joke. It's so wrong. Yeah. And, and, but I heard it from a guy who I, I think he was gay actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If and it's a guy I'm thinking of uh, who lived in Palm Springs. It, it, he on was. the Dennis Miller show. And I yeah. told it to one person at work. And that was the one time in my 13 years at work that I, I got a call from my manager the next day that uh, I was. Uh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. <laughs> the, uh, there's, there's uh and we talk about how, uh, you know, Comedy has gotten uptight, but uh, yeah, corporate America, uh, and that's such a funny joke, you know. But uh, that was a good joke. Very yeah. Sorry. Well, uh, Jason, I know you you do have to get back to uh, some of your other uh, holiday cheer out there, uh, and this has been a tweet storm of a year for you tweet at storm. at Jason P Blair on Twitter because I think you've posted at least ten to twelve times, right? Ten, yeah. Apparently there was some dust up in a tweet I was involved in, and then by the time I log in and see it, it's like a month later, and half the tweets have been yeah. deleted, and so I have yeah, no we'll, idea what happened. So we'll, I we're going to talk there. about that in the uh, the Blackcast Christmas special later this week. Uh, we lost uh, a longtime listener uh, who decided that he was going to give away his Blackcast shirt that he had never opened the package. He died too? No. <laughs> Everybody's dying. Everybody's dying. We're losing our No, no, no. This guy's still alive. He just uh, doesn't like us anymore. And, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, we'll in, like, like, I don't, I don't think you've been listening if this episode really bothered you. Uh, but you know, and it, it's like the, you know, a couple times a year we'll do like one that's politics and some people are like, yeah, I'm not going to listen to that. And I'm like, yeah, it's probably for the best then. And, you know, I think he should have not listened to it. But uh, our friend in the chat, Dominica Saxon, was so upset that this guy didn't open his T-shirt. He's like, wait, he's had it and he didn't open it? It's like still in the envelope? He's like, no. He's like, I don't care that he doesn't listen anymore. 
Uh, and I don't know. Dominicus Saxon will have to let us know if, if his angling for that shirt has uh, yielded any results. I don't uh, think so. And I feel bad for him because he wants one so bad in their limited run. And I literally use mine when I'm like changing the oil or mowing the lawn. I treat it so terribly. It's my. D Dominicus Saxon has one, I think. Oh, okay. Another one, I think. I, I have a few more, but they're really they're the smaller sizes now. Uh, so oh, so I need one. Uh, what's that, Lindsay? You're breaking up. I can't hear you. Uh, <laughs> can't hear you. Uh, you want a you want a manscaped shirt? I actually uh, do. Actually, like yes, I do. Yeah. It's uh, a good memory. It's a good memory with Dennis. Yeah, it's a great memory. That's why I'm wearing it. Uh, all right. Well, Jason, uh, we'll let you go. Uh, you'll get roped back into the black house, and I'm glad that uh, I was able to make amends uh, getting you getting your call on. Uh, but uh, something that I'll, I'll get to in a little bit before this show ends is uh, I just want you to know it wasn't alone. I also forgot that I wanted to write a last Quack Brothers for the last podcast, and I just forgot to write it. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, my my own chance to shine, I also forgot about. So, uh, you know. I just I, wanted to hear Lindsay do the thank you, Quack Brothers. <laughs> you know what? Uh, when, you're, when you're done with all your meetings, you might want to tune back into this because you might get to hear that. Awesome. All right. All right. Well, thank hey, you, guys, Jason Keebler. And the last time that uh, Gene, Jason, and I were together, we talked about Mr. Rogers for like two hours. But uh, that's yeah. uh, uh, so uh, anyway, uh, he, he had to squeeze us in between calls, but I thought it would have been very rude to uh, send Gene packing. Um, okay. But uh, we talked a lot about, you know, some of the calls and things like that. And I don't know. I think you didn't get a chance to really uh, talk about how great Lindsay is. So I'm just going to be quiet. Again? <laughs> hmm. Let's see. Well, we're friends on Instagram. Yeah. So she's a very good dog walker. Oh, thank you. I do a lot right. of dog And a walking. horse rider. She loves horses. I do, right? Yeah, that's true. And her laugh, you know, I don't even need to mention that because that's become, that's precedes her, you know. That's who I am now. I'm just a laugh. <laughs> just a laugh. And I'm are, very are, happy are to hear she's in a, Yeah, are you at all surprised to find that she's able to find love despite her mangled fingers? <laughs> Let's see. What kind of mangled fingers? You want to see my mangled finger? Yeah, yeah let's, uh, let's check them out. How do I do this? Um, it's this little pinky that's so much shorter. Can you see how much what? shorter it is? Is that a birth thing? No, I ripped it off. It got I caught. Wait, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it got caught uh, under a rope over a fence with a horse pulling on it. So it popped right off. Jeez. But there's a nail there. I know I wasn't supposed to grow a nail back, but I did somehow because that that's weird. Funny. Are you, were you come, did you come out of a pod or something? Cause you're not supposed to have <laughs> nails grow back. I maybe <laughs> oh. Well, I can top that a little bit. I just had some mild skin cancer taken off yesterday, oh but my nothing, goodness. nothing life threatening, but it's just going to be like two weeks of stitches. Oh my gosh. Oh, no. Everything's perfectly fine though. It was all very early and innocent. But uh, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have said anything, but I had to compete with your finger. No, no, no my, I like my, it. My, my, my hands are fine, hands are fine by the way. But uh, that's all right. Uh, 
you know, uh, Gene, your contributions on air uh, were discussed, but uh, some of your uh, graphic representations, uh, not just putting Dennis and I into children's books, which uh, is much appreciated, but uh, you, I, I have it. I should have brought it down. I wasn't thinking. Uh, there's, you did a, you did, well, you did a artist rendering of the open for the old radio show, but then you also yeah. have, you also did some chimp doctor art for me. Yeah. I did one of you, I think, at the end of the radio show. Didn't I do one of you as a baseball card? Uh, yeah, that's right. You to do that. Yeah, you're like holding the bat. Oh, he forgets yeah. about it. Okay. I did. Look, I, I remember did, the chip one. It's in a frame. <laughs> <laughs> I did a lot of drawings over the course of the yeah. years. Uh, the hypochondriacal sampler. And, uh, and you did, and a, you did a great, uh, you did a great uh, Felix the cat and Lucy from Peanuts. Where Lucy is, uh, yeah, this is another thing that I should have brought. I should have like had a whole stack of Gene's artwork to show, but uh, I don't. Uh, but what was the, what was the man, the movie, the fake movie, man, something. Mansquito. Man. I did a mansquito. Yeah, mansquito. Yeah. yeah. A lot. Still, uh, still in turnaround at. Uh, at some <laughs> we're hoping. We're hoping uh, once movie theaters open, we'll be able to get Mansquito back out there. Let's, you know, cool. let's hope. Uh, in any case, uh, yeah. So, uh, well, we hope to uh, see more of that. And, and Gene, uh, you have a, a great show that you do with your brother, uh, the Beretta Brothers. Tell people that's kind of what this is. This is the set for that. Yeah, well, that's tell people where they can find the Beretta Brothers and uh, <clears throat> where they can find your uh, your award winning series of children's books. Well, children's books, you can just go to GeneBeretta.com. Beretta, B A R R E T T A. And uh, my brother and I, my brother works uh, for the Muppets. He, he's one of the performers and producers and writers and all that. And so we have a kind of a Muppet-centered uh, vodcast. It's video. Um, and you can just go to thebarettabrothers.com to see all the episodes. We've had some, all the major Muppet people, but also some big celebrities like Ricky Gervais and Tom Bergeron and Danny Trejo and Bobby Moynihan. Oh, so it's it's been really fun. It's only been it's been less than a year. I think we're yeah. doing episode thirty-seven this Sunday. So it's, um, well, it's been fun. You're in Blackcast four hundred and thirteen. So if we're uh, if we're comparing measurements, uh, a lot to go. A little, a little ways to go. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Gene, we appreciate you uh, all your contributions over the years, but we also appreciate you uh, giving us some time today. Uh, and uh, I'm a little disappointed you didn't make Lindsay cry, but uh, there's still there's still some time. I'm, Wait, I'm, I'm, see what I can. close your eyes a second, Lindsay. We only have so much time on this planet, <laughs> and we have to make sure that we live every moment in love. And we, we're going to lose people that we love: our parents, our grandparents. <laughs> Are usually the relationships we feel so a part of end very quickly and unexpectedly. And it all goes like a feather in the wind. Oh, we are we are all dust in the wind. So thank you for yeah. that. Gene. Appreciate that. I'm crying inside. Gene uh, Beretta, Gene from Philly, uh, we appreciate uh, all your contributions and uh 
you know, look, the black house isn't going anywhere. So I, I'm going to rope you into something. And uh, okay. if there was ever anything Muppet related that I was an expert on, uh, I'll strong my strong arm my way into that. But uh, I don't uh, I don't have any expertise. Just family. well, you should you should get on the chat this Sunday because it's our Christmas show. And I know you like to talk about Emmett Otter. Oh, I can talk about Emmett Otter uh, <laughs> uh, for weeks. So, 2 p.m. Uh, 2 p.m. Sunday uh, Pacific time. Okay. So All right. Jump in. Well, I, yeah. I will look for that. All right. Well, thank you, Gene. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. And of course, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. And uh, as all of our Star Wars friends would say, Happy Life Day. And here comes the, nor <laughs> we're in the middle of a Nor'easter, by the way. Oh, is that, is that what that noise is? <laughs> Do you hear something? No, but it's just getting really heavy out there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, thank right. you guys. All right. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Gene. Bye. Bye. Yeah. There's like an alarm of some kind going on there. Or is it here? I think it's there. Yeah, I think uh, I think my son set an alarm for Alexa. So uh, um. yeah, <laughs> he likes to do that. Um, yeah, you know what? It's noon. Yeah, you know what? That that was. That was you. Do you hear? Do you hear? You hear Alexa right now? Yeah. No, what is she oh, saying? No. Yeah, that's all right. She was saying uh, I don't know what she was saying, but yeah. So that alarm was at noon. She's saying, so. Christian, get up, you fool. Um, Lindsay, what can I do to make you cry? I, I just don't think I, I just haven't done a good job. You can job. give me a million dollars. I'll cry. Give you a million dollars? What if I give you $10? Would that make you cry? No. What about $100? Would make me cry? Oh, that would be worth it. All right. So I'm going to do a Kickstarter, see if I can get $100. And, There's uh, a couple hundred, not 100 I think 100 could make you cry. Come on. I, if I said... Yeah. If I said uh, spend it on whatever you want, uh, I, I think that uh, you would appreciate that. Uh, well, I thought that like a thousand was for whatever I wanted. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So we talked a little bit about what the uh, the show meant to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, you can talk about what I mean to you, though. That's all right. Let's listen. Oh, oh, you're just a pain in my ass. I was actually going to ask you what the show meant to you. You were there so much longer. Yeah. I mean, look, getting to do the podcast was, you know, I mean, look, it was a, it was a huge disappointment when the radio show ended very abruptly uh, in 2015. I was definitely not ready for that. And, you know, this is now the third time that I've uh, been working with Dennis when something ended, you know, <laughs> The CNBC show ended fairly abruptly, uh, and uh, so did the radio show. This one, you know, we we definitely knew that it was coming. We we had a way to prepare for a last show. It was the only last show that I was ever able to actually produce for Dennis. So getting to do the podcast, it really just felt like, oh, it's like all the best parts of the radio show, but not having to take commercial breaks every eight minutes. And mm -hmm. it's not like having to book 15 guests a week. You know, it's right. one or two you know, and uh, like I was saying before, when the guys were with us, it was really, it felt like a, con a continuation of the radio show because it, it was even a lot of the same guests, you know, I was like, I only have so many phone numbers that I can call, you know, you know, it's no. like, you know, it's like uh, politics. Well, I guess I could call Victor Davis Hanson. I have him in my cell phone. So I guess that'll work, you know, I was yeah. like, see if we can get Larry O'Connor, you know, uh, but yeah. So getting that opportunity to just do more of it and, you know, just kind of getting to interact with people, uh, you know, with some of the guests that we would have on was a lot of fun. And uh, I had a, it was a, it was a tremendous opportunity, which I always appreciate with 
Dennis, you know, always being so kind with the accolades and always giving credit, you know, when he thought something was funny. Uh, I used to write jokes for him on the radio show. And uh, I would usually send him just like a page of jokes. And uh, every once in a while, there'd be one. He's like, this is too funny. I can't say this because I would feel bad not letting you get credit for it. So then he would have me like basically tell a joke on the air, which, uh, you know, I didn't do as well as he did, not even close. But so I always appreciated that. And just getting to talk to him more was Mm -hmm. really a lot of fun, you know. Uh, So, you know, just the continuation of it was, it was crazy. It was something that, you know, there there had been a talk of a podcast back when the radio show ended and then it didn't happen. So I just kind of felt like, OK, I guess this is just something that's not going to happen. But I, I alluded to it earlier when he was starting to do what was first a sports podcast for podcast one. I was definitely disappointed. I'm like, oh, I, it's the sort of thing that I feel like I would be really good at. But again, I don't work there. Uh, and that's how Will ended up working on it because he had worked with Dennis before. But then, you know, like I said, Dennis asked me to sit in and that right. was a lot. And, uh, you know, uh, he didn't have to pay me. I would have kept doing it as long as I could have, you know. Sure. So the fact that he did was great. Right. So, I don't know. I had fun. And look, I think it really did add to the dynamic to have you there. It was, it was a little bit weirder once we had to start doing the show remotely. You know, like when you and I would be in the studio, sort of, you know, like we could make eye contact and like things might make us laugh. I think that would help sure. a lot, you know, sure. but I think uh, it was uh, it was good. It, it was it was nice to freshen it up a little bit because uh, there's only so much you can get out of having, you know, having me to talk to all the time. Yeah. So you made well, us. Yeah. Uh, it was an honor. It was an honor. I really appreciated it. And uh, it meant a lot that Dennis would give me an opportunity and be supportive in the way that he was. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that uh, it's uh, it says a lot uh, about him. And um, the, I'm so far behind in the comments, but I wanted to get this one in here. Uh, Norm, yeah. Only Norm McDonald could have joined Dennis on his last show. It was not from a lack of trying. No. Uh, it I, I I went to some crazy lengths to try and get Norm on the show and uh, was happy to have Dana Carvey. <laughs> but the reason I booked Carvey was because I was convinced that I wasn't going to get Norm. I would have loved to have had them both on. I would have loved to have them both on together. So uh, it has been a very long time since uh, I've been able to book a segment with Norm MacDonald. Uh, And uh, we were talking about Rob Lorch before, uh, Sam Whitfield, uh, who's going to join us in a little bit, actually, Sam. Uh, He'll have an announcement about Rob Lorch soon on his channel. So, uh, yeah, I know he's going to have – I think uh, he might have an appearance from Mr. Lorch, uh, which it has been far too long since we've had him on the black. I usually just have him on to talk about – uh about uh you know comics and stuff um but uh so now all of a sudden i'm all caught up uh <laughs> so uh the uh so i was going to scroll through a lot of minutes worth of uh worth of comments but uh Demica saxon makes a great point <clears throat> uh, orson bean was one of the best guests ever and uh, i definitely agree like it was always fun we had him uh, in studio last june so i guess two junes ago we had him on uh, so, uh, I, I think that was one of the best guests. That was so fun. That was a very sad way to start. It ended up being a terrible year, uh, 2020 when we heard that, uh, Orson had passed. Uh, we'll do a couple more things, uh, with the, with, with our pal Lindsay, but, uh, what, who stood out for you as some of your, your favorite guests from the show? Oh gosh. I mean, Dana Carvey, Dana Carvey was always a winner. I loved Bob Saget. I loved Mike Rowe. I thought that was phenomenal. Um, 
Adam Carolla was always a good one. Gene Simmons, of course. Uh, uh, real Gene Simmons or fake Gene Simmons? Ah, well, they each are. They they each have a spot on the list. I'd say. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And I mean, it was fun to get, you know, to like the guests that we had in studio. Like, remember, we had uh, Julia Sweeney from SNL. She was in. Oh, yeah. She was great. It was so fun that, uh, you know, I think that uh, that was somebody that I, I, I don't know. I think he had talked to on the radio show once or twice when she was promoting something, but it was just like, oh, my God, what a great show that was. You know, that was, yeah. and that was because we were all in person. And yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it definitely, we definitely. I like the female poker player. Does that ring a bell? Oh, uh, Jennifer Tilly, the actress. Yeah. Poker. I forgot we did that. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a good one. Um, Yeah. Well, uh, we're going to have a couple of other guests join me and uh, we're going to, we're going to let Lindsay go soon, but there's something that I told you you were going to have to help me with. You remember? Yeah, I do. All right. <clears throat> so, uh, let's see. Uh, this is as professional as it can get under these circumstances. Greetings, honorable customer. Is Quad Brothers going out of business sale? We lost our Reese after no more outdoor dining. So, try our to-go only special going out of business menu. Chinchilla chow mein, five fifty. <laughs> General style pangolin surprise, three ninety-nine. <laughs> Mugu guy bat six dollar. None for you, Gavin Newsom. You broke the quack. <laughs> Thank you, Quack Brothers. Wait, now I need to edit it together. So now do it when you're not laughing at how funny I am. Oh. Thank you, Quack Brothers. And then I'll put it together and then that can be at the end. Although the audio version of this is already gonna have like an extra half hour. Remember, we did the test last week. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I mean, come on. I try to forget my time with you, but yeah. You know. Well, Lindsay, uh, this is not the last time you're going to be on the podcast. Uh, in fact, I might ask you for a drive-by uh, very soon uh, during our virtual Christmas party, but uh, we'll see if, see if we can find the time. Uh, okay, I'm there. Send any drinks beforehand? Yeah. Uh, uh, hang on, you're in a distillery. I don't think you need me to send you any drinks. That's true. I, I can see six bottles of liquor on the table in front of me. Yeah, and I believe two of them are uh, supposed to be earmarked. <laughs> yes, I've got two uh, bottles of barrel aged, or I'm sorry, maybe strength the rum for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so in any case, so where can uh, people keep tabs on you? I know if, if people are watching, they can see where to find you, but uh, for That's our audio cool. listeners, let them know. Okay, yeah, I mean, I'm on all the social media and it's almost always the same handle and that's my full name. So that's uh, Lindsay L I N D S E Y K A Y F L O Y D. That's Floyd, like pink Floyd. Um, And then if you're interested, keep an eye out because I'm trying to work on launching my own kind of media group and putting together the social media for that and working on some websites. So yeah. I want you to know that uh, Corby says he's going on a hunger strike until Lindsay's back on. Corby, no. Okay, I'll come back anytime, every time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Well, uh, Lindsay, we uh, certainly appreciate that. And uh, thank you uh, for, uh, for, I don't know, humoring whatever this is, you know, doing the blackout so many times, which usually just stretched out your work day. 
But uh, all those drives up to uh, Santa Barbara uh, and going to La Superica Taqueria, mm-hmm. that yeah. is really, that's really going to be, you know, like, sure, I'll miss you. I'll miss Dennis. But uh, <laughs> La Superica Taqueria, I think that is really. Uh, I mean, it's I'm not going anywhere. We can go back. We can so, do a field trip. We can do a black cast field trip and we'll record there. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's something that might work, but uh, that's a you know, or we just get tacos locally. I guess as good as they are, <laughs> that's yeah. a lot. Of, that's a lot of driving to go to do a hundred do a hundred eighty mile round trip. Just for, we'll have to uh, do one down here from the distillery. Yeah, well, yeah, there you go. Oh yeah, hey, do you want to give a plug to the distillery? Oh yeah, I'm at Old Harbor Distilling in San Diego. It's locally based, obviously, and they've got a. Uh, Rum, vodka, and uh, coffee liqueur. They're working on some uh, whiskey. So it's got, it's great. <laughs> Check it out. They're also about to be opening a uh, speakeasy. So it's going to be a lot of fun. All right. See, this is uh, so that's uh, so look at all this promotion. Should we promote anything on the, the Westwood One podcast network? Is there anything that, uh, that we should let people know? Should they listen to Jason Stapleton? Uh, Jason Stapleton's great. He's not comedy. Uh, he's more business. He's libertarian. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of good, like life coaching, business coaching advice there, I'd say. Um, but Dennis Miller, the Dennis Miller option is going to leave a big hole there. And uh, well, while I'm certain I'll be assigned another project, it will never be like this one was. Yeah. You know, people, uh, people like to do rewatches of TV shows. So you could do a re-binge of the, uh, the podcast, you know, I mean, I'm just going to do a whole podcast about the podcast. I mean, that's actually what the podcast was when it started. It was supposed yeah, to be I, a podcast about doing the Dennis Miller show. And then like after one episode, I was like, ah, I don't know. Let's just talk about like comic books and guy stuff. It was very dude centric. So that's that's why we get real men like Dominicus Saxon. Well, uh, Lindsay, this is not goodbye because uh, you'll be back uh, on this show before you know it. I will <laughs> so. be. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, everybody in the chat, say goodbye to Lindsay. And uh, it didn't make you cry. We didn't even get close to making you cry. There were so many tear emojis on Twitter, but uh, I guess just you only have virtual tears. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you to Lindsay uh, Floyd at Lindsay K. Floyd. Uh, always uh, a favorite of the black cast. Uh, we have some, uh, comments to get to here. Uh, and, uh, some friends that I expected to be joining us, but, uh, we don't have at the moment. Uh, so, uh, we've got, uh, Patrick saying, uh, uh, thank you to both Lindsay and I, and, uh, this is a great point. Farad said, just have Lindsay listen to the finale uh, intro again. And, uh, I guess, uh, a very easy thing to do is uh, to just uh, tell, uh, you know, we've got, let's see, we've got Dominica Saxon who says, buy Lindsay from a real man, uh, which is important. Uh, and uh, there's a there's a technical issue with somebody who's supposed to join us, which uh, I hope we're able to uh, hammer out in the near future. Uh, what I like this though, from uh, our, our, the, the great Tim, in San Diego says one of the best parts of the radio show is the occasional focus on music. Loved his obscure, uniquely Miller-esque snapshot of seventies rock and roll. I definitely agree with that. We had some really fun chats 
you know, having on Rob Halfer from Judas Priest recently and uh, Brian Reed from Tesla. Yeah, we had some great uh, conversations. Uh, and uh, I, I think that uh, Dennis really connected with uh, Joe Elliott from Def Leppard because they both grew up with a, a lot of the, the same sort of uh, 70s rock uh, influences. So they had a lot to do there. Uh, we've got two friends trying to join us right now. Uh, Corby seems to have some uh, tech issues, but uh, let's hope he gets that sorted out. But uh, joining us right now is savage Sam Whitfield wearing really representing the uh, DMZ hat. Uh, so, uh, Sam, I wanted to give you a few minutes. Uh, I know that you had a voicemail, uh, in the last show, uh, and then also a voicemail in the last show, our friend Corby, let's say hi to Corby. Look at Corby outside. Look at hey, the Corby. Beautiful, beautiful blue sky there, Corby. Uh Oh, and then he froze. So, <laughs> well, that was a little drive by from Corby. We'll work on Corby in a minute. Uh, yeah, so, so I, wanted, I wanted to give you a minute to talk about uh, Dennis, and I know you you did this on the voicemail that we had, but uh, talk about uh, the the podcast in particular and uh, just Dennis in general. Well, just the the podcast was uh, great because um, oh, we lost Christian there, but uh, the podcast. I'll, was... I'll be back. It's okay. I just I'm I'm letting you shine for a moment. Oh, okay. Uh, the podcast, folks, was great because uh, I had discovered. Dennis because of uh Andrew Breitbart and subsequently the radio show so I had never heard Dennis uh swear until I went back and uh watched a bunch of the HBO stuff and uh so to hear Dennis uncensored uh was pretty great and, yeah and, uh, and he, he swore a lot in his specials and on the HBO oh show. oh yeah definitely um and and one of my favorite memories too uh Jason was talking about getting uh, roasted by uh, Dennis a, a few times and uh, kind of getting insulted. I remember uh, around the time the the radio show was coming to an end, or I think maybe this was on one of the, one of the broadcasts um, that Dennis had appeared on. Uh, my friends for years at that point were saying that I should do stand-up, like, you're the funniest one in our group and you should do stand-up. So I decided it would be a good idea to ask Dennis for stand-up advice. <laughs> and I remember, I remember him saying, what are you fucking kidding me? You're going to, this kid is going to ask me for advice so he can kill the older, uh, wildebeest stick, to, <laughs> stick to podcasting, babe. And don't, don't fucking come into my territory. Uh, and it, it was, I mean, it was an insult. I, I also had to laugh. Like, Oh yeah, yeah. Like I got insulted by my favorite comic. So. Yeah, no, I mean Dennis always tells a story of uh, he had Don Rickles on his HBO show, and uh, the first thing he asked him was, uh, "Hey Don, how's it going?" He's like, "How's it going?" Well, I'm on this piece of shit, aren't I? So uh, you know, there's uh, there's definitely something to be said for that. You know, I've uh, certainly been ridiculed by Dennis and Norm Macdonald uh, on, on a, a few occasions. And uh, it's, uh, it's like a badge of courage. Not everybody has it. By the way, uh, I wanted to show off collectibles. You have the old DMZ hat, Sam. I have one of the very rare, uh, well, they weren't so rare because we gave them to everybody in the audience, but this is from the CNBC TV show. So audience members would get these shirts. So these shirts are from 2004, 2005. And uh, I still have them uh, because um, 
Well, I might have gone home with a box of them after the after the show ended. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I I think I remember uh, Michael Hausen got like a box of the the old DMC listening fezes. Yeah, well. I have a I have a few things uh, uh, down in the garage. All right, let's see if we can talk to Corby now. Corby, how are you, sir? Can you hear me? We can hear you. Yes. Oh Corby man. And Sam Whitfield. Uh, this is the uh, this is the combination here. You know anybody. Anybody who tuned in and was uh, hoping to get any kind of sex appeal by there being a, a beautiful woman on the show, uh, this is what they really should have tuned in for. For the three most handsome men in podcasting, myself, Sam Whitfield, and Corby. Uh, Corby, uh, how are you? Uh, I, I needed to check in on you because I know how much the the podcast meant to you. I think you had a little bit of a separation uh, anxiety after the radio show but but uh, talk a little bit about what all this means to you sir my wife is keeping me under close um shall we say supervision keeping me away from any ropes or a, a 48 uh, hour observation i believe they call that yeah or bottles of pill or anything like that it's been rough it's been a rough couple of days no well, it has been a rough couple of weeks knowing that it was coming to an end um you know I know you're worrying about how you're going to feed your family, but that's trivial. I'm worrying about what podcasts I'm going to call into. Well, you're looking at two of them right here. You can <laughs> call into the black cast. Hey, I can still check voicemails at 866-509-7268. So for all time's sake, you could leave a couple of those. I already mentioned earlier in the show. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, I feel like I'm going to rope Lindsay into uh, a show next year where we'll go through some of these voices. We have we have a couple of like really good ones and some others. But Sam, do you take live calls on the Whitfield? Is it the Whitfield Report or the Whitfield Wire? I always call it the wrong it's thing. It's the Whitfield Report. I have, a, I, have an, I have like a newsletter that's like a Drudge Report thing that's called the Whitfield Wire okay. too that like auto aggregates from stuff. But uh, yeah, the Whitfield Report is my show and we do have a way to uh, call in. It's via an app called Discord. Um, All right. So Corby, that's two shows a- right there. Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll I will not disappoint. I'll message your wife and let her know that uh, it's probably going to be okay. <laughs> and if and if you like obscure uh, '90s references and '80s references, that's where I kind of come in. I lo- I left the obscure reference bit from Dennis and updated it <laughs> by a decade or so. But uh, those are two yeah. decades I'm a little more familiar with. So yeah, yeah. Well, Corby, talk about the highs and lows of uh, having a voicemail played that Dennis loves. And then the other side of that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, getting my voicemails played, when you guys let me on the radio show the first time, you opened up a can of worms because <laughs> if you give me attention, I'm going to keep coming after it. So when I made Dennis laugh or made you laugh or, you know, made anybody laugh, um, that's a really big high for me. I'm not a, professional comedian i tell a lot of dad jokes um but if someone thinks i'm funny that's a big deal uh so i just kept calling in then the first time dennis called me a creep it hurt a little bit um (laughs) my last attempt at a chimp doctor that one hurt no one knew it was me until about 25 minutes ago thank you christian 
I was but, happy. Uh, I was happy to uh, give away your secret identity and and out you that the the because it was like you did it with an accent or something. It's like yeah, the the accent didn't work. Yeah. Well, Jason's was uh, just infinitely better than mine. Um, I, mine was just totally impromptu. Had a thought in my head, dialed the number, and went for it. Uh, I was actually surprised when you played it, but I was glad. Um, until I heard how it turned out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of the uh, comments from earlier uh, went away, but uh, this one made me laugh from Roz JD. Uh, we're still waiting for Judge Janine Pirro. Uh, yeah. She did eventually call in, but but Dennis was like, uh, was like I, I'm already done. Like, I don't want to just talk to her about her book for two minutes. So uh, that was sort of a, of a recent one. And uh, Farad Muhammad with the rib kick, the black cast isn't going anywhere. Now Lindsay's crying, uh, not uh, entirely uh, untrue, in all honesty. Um, so, <laughs> Corby, this is a question from you from earlier. Lindsay, did you cry when you mutilated your finger? That's not nice. But it's a good question. I wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and look, trying to get uh, a Kickstarter to make her cry, uh, Matt R. said that uh, he's in for a hundo. Uh, yeah, I think if we get a couple hundred together, uh, we should just like you know present her. I'll like Venmo it to her like live, and then I'm just like, oh, look down at your phone. And then like Black Cast Nation will have given her four or five hundred pennies i was gonna say dollars but let's be honest we i've know. still got a few bucks that i was gonna buy my kids some more christmas presents with but sure i'm i'm in I'll, yeah I'll i mean let's give let's let's give the the money to uh somebody who produces a, a podcast that's ended uh, instead of the the kids you know uh yeah it's the it's a uh it's a dicey uh time of year for uh, all of that for sure i mean uh, Go ahead, Rob. I mean, uh, uh, sorry, I, call, I almost called you Rob, but that's uh, that's not an insult. That's that's a, that's I claim. That's, uh, a great, ahead, that's a comment. I was gonna say that Lindsay just started watching uh, Star Wars recently, yeah. and I and I was gonna ridicule her about that. And so, I mean, I I could have made her cry by making her feel bad about oh, just yeah. now watching Star Wars, but. Yeah. Well, uh, if I had seen this comment from David earlier, uh, remember how Dennis used to love to quote Blade Runner? These moments are like tears in the rain. So yeah, if we could have, uh, if we could have gotten to uh, to to mention that, you know, we could have. Uh, Humble Painter says you were winging in the last two hours of the radio show. LOL. Uh, he's referencing something that I think other people have mentioned. I think that the last radio show that ended that aired, I think I had ended up like recording an hour or something because Dennis needed to go <laughs> and we didn't know it was the last show. So I think I, I didn't remember that uh, painter. If you're still there, uh, tell me if that's what you're referencing. I you did. did, I, did the yeah, last I, think hour. I think I did do the last hour of the radio show. And so then when I got a call, I was like, Oh boy, what are they mad about now? Cause I guest hosted a bunch of times. Uh, and it, you know, like a true narcissist, the only uh, show files that I have from the old radio show are the ones that I guest hosted because obviously what am I ever going to listen to again other than me? But uh, yeah, I think, I think that uh, painter is right. Isn't His real name's Mike. I hate to you know give away his secrets. I think Mike's right. I think I did the last hour of the radio show. Uh, and uh, my friend chimp doctor though, is the last voice that anyone hears on the, uh, the Dennis Miller option. Uh, what do you think, Corby? Do you think you want to have another crack at uh, Chimp Doctor? If you want to leave well, another sir, voicemail. Well, I had actually sent in another Chimp Doctor voicemail. Uh, probably, I think it was in the end of September. 
Oh. Um, which I thought was was definitely better than my last attempt. Uh, but it never got played. I didn't know if it got through. So after hearing Jason's, I can't compete with that. I can't. Yeah. I'm I'm a lowly insurance adjuster. I think what's Jason? Is he a lawyer or something? I can't compete with yeah, that. He's a, he's a, a like a, I mean, he's essentially a patent attorney. I think Jason. Yeah. But uh, I'm out. He wins. Yeah. He's we know what I meant to ask him. His, his wife is a, or at least was a dental hygienist. So I feel like he had those materials around. So I think he was able to cheat, you know, that is a little bit do, cheating. Yeah. Do easy uh, research there. Uh, and, uh, Farad, uh, earlier saying something, I think we all agree with. It is too bad that Norm Macdonald didn't make it for any of the last episodes. He's notoriously tough to track down. I've heard, uh, you have no idea. I, it's- I, ac- I actually wanted to kind of interject about that because, yeah, uh, I actually tried to, uh, get Norm Macdonald to, uh, come to my college a few years ago. I was in a media studies class and we were doing a thing on comedy and we almost got, we actually almost got Norm to uh, come to the school, but then we looked at what his uh, fee was, and it was like, well, for this late in the semester, we can't spend that kind of money to get Norm. Yeah, I think that that makes sense. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I would have, if it were up to me, I would have personally said, let's fucking do it, but. There was just no really up to there, yeah, yeah. There was just no yeah. way. Well, he's only gotten uh, harder to track down. Uh, he had a, a whole Twitter dissertation that he deleted about how weirded out he got about COVID, and he was like hiding out in rural British Columbia. And then when it gets cold, he's going to go to North Carolina. But then, like, I saw those tweets the night that he posted them, and then they were gone. And uh, I was like, oh yeah, we are definitely not going to get him. But that didn't stop me from trying. I uh, I reached out to people who I think can get his ear and uh, did not uh, did not succeed. Uh, something that I was talking about earlier, uh, Painter mentions the remote interviews uh, screwed the radio show. The few times you were all together were the best shows. Uh, I think that uh, for the podcast, like we were talking about being in studio, like a long form in studio interview is like we were talking about julia sweeney which you know i think she's funny i liked her but we had a they had a really great conversation i say we yeah dennis and 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 her and i think those were the best episodes i think that's what i i'll think of most fondly the ones where Lindsay brought the mobile kit and we were set up you know in a table in the back room behind the studio where dennis was doing the tv show uh but uh you guys as as fans of the show i'll ask you first corby who uh stood out to you as whether they're your favorite guests or look we know your favorite caller to the show is you but apart from that what's your second favorite thing about the old uh, dennis miller option uh, you did have me call in as a live guest a couple times, so I would say that I'm the favorite guest too. Um, but uh, I'd say in second place, um, definitely love the SNL guys, Carvey. I knew you were trying to get Norm Macdonald. You alluded to that, and and I was hoping you could. But Carvey was great. Uh, love it. Um, I just love the chemistry that you and Dennis, and then Dennis and all the guests or most of the guests had, um, you know, that wasn't all great, but um, I just love sitting in on those conversations because I felt like I'm sitting around uh, with some people that I really like to listen to, and um, they're just talking. 
and that's what made the show so good for me. And then being able to to have a part in that and and you know send out my stupid voicemails uh, and get them through you and Lindsay, that was that was just icing on the cake. Um, but I just love the chemistry. It didn't didn't really matter who the guest was uh, as long as they were as long as they were vibing with Dennis because you know Dennis he didn't always want to be serious or or you know, he definitely didn't want to talk about politics in the last while uh i pretty much i guess the whole podcast i don't know but um as long as they were on that same wavelength and they would just roll with dennis uh and you know you'd throw in your great little jokes here and there Lindsay would laugh i just loved everything about it it was just like hanging out with some really cool people well, there's a couple of, uh, you know, things that you're reminding me of. I think these were both from the old radio show, but it would be uh, guests that you weren't kind of expecting. Uh, they they were probably two of the, uh, the flirtiest uh, guests that we ever had on, which were Rosario Dawson and Mindy Kaling. And uh, you could hear, like, Dennis was like, oh, okay. Like, you know, there's a little bit of extra spring in his step. <laughs> Because, uh, you know, uh, and uh, 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 I, very funny, of course, that uh, Rosario Dawson is, uh, uh, I think, Cory Booker's girlfriend now. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, and Millie, Mindy Kaling is not. But uh, so I thought it, uh, you know, those were always kind of my favorite. But uh, I don't know if either of you guys heard this. My favorite One thing more. from the radio show in that sense, this reminded me of, speaking of Norm MacDonald, when Norm MacDonald guest hosted – we had Ann Coulter on. Did either of you guys hear that? Oh yeah, I went. I went back and heard and when watched that the other day. Actually, I don't think I heard that. Well, one. let Corby know where to find that. Uh, back I would channel. love to know where to find yeah, that because uh, that's my, my favorite things literally ever, ever. I, yeah, I'm gonna have to message that to you, Corby. It, it's it's hilarious. It's hilarious to watch just because like two polar opposite yeah. worlds collide. That yeah. sounds yeah. awesome. Um, one one guest that comes to mind that I always loved, and I was glad you had him on a while back, was Mike Rowe. When you got oh, Dennis's oh. and Mike's vocabularies together, and this the last one <laughs> when, yeah. when they were going off about uh, um, artificially inseminating bovine and all that, uh, loved having Mike Rowe on there. He was he he's probably my favorite guest. Uh, yeah, no, he was always great. And he like flew himself uh, to L.A. once to do the radio show. Like he he wasn't coming for any other reason. He was like, and, and I think Dennis was in studio. Uh, this was like almost 10 years ago. So, yeah, no, no. Uh, Mike Rose. Great. That's a good one. Uh, and, you know, Sam, I know we talked a little bit about it, but is there anybody that you feel like hasn't gotten enough credit? Uh, a lot of people in the chat are talking about how great uh, it would be when uh, the late great Orson Bean was on. But uh uh, are there uh, people that stand out for you that uh, that haven't come up in the course of this conversation? Oh, I mean, well, we talked about on my show when you came on earlier in, in the year, but, um, you know, uh, when Andrew Breitbart used to call in, there was, and I mean, he was, aside from being very politically sharp, he was funny as well. I remember the first time I had ever heard the radio show, um, Dennis introduced uh, introduces him as the contemporary Ben Franklin, and uh, Andrew goes, "Did Ben Franklin like, like fart jokes with his kids, or, some, <laughs> or something like that?" And I I I could 
I could hear your laughter over the uh, over the broadcast. He was just witty and sharp like that. Um, and then as far as the podcast goes, w- one of my uh, dream par- pairings was very recently. It was Bob Saget and, oh, yeah. and Dennis t- together because I grew up, uh, you know, watching Saget too on uh, he was part of How I Met Your Mother, kind of the voiceover. So oh, that's that so was. Funny. Because I was, of course, thinking that maybe you were going to say Full House or America's Funniest Home Videos. But yeah, he did yeah. a great voiceover on How I Met Your Mother. And uh, yeah, I think he was a, a great part of uh, that show. Uh, yeah, and that that was one of those ones for scheduling. I wish that Dennis had a little bit more time because they were really clicking. It was going great. And then Dennis just, he had somewhere to be. So then we, the show ended, you know, cool. and he, all right, great talking to you, uh, Bob, I gotta go. And I was like, oh man, just like 10 more minutes would have been amazing. Uh, and you know, look, it happens. It happens many times. It's just the way it worked out. But, uh, yeah, that was, I thought that was a really great, uh, conversation he had with, uh, with Saget, you know? And, well, and, and I also, I know that Dennis and Carby are close, and I know that with the, he and Norm are close. I'm not sure how close of friends he and Bob are, but I generally got the sense that Bob was kind of shocked that Dennis was quitting. He actually says at some point in the podcast, they think, well, Dennis, you're you're born for this broadcasting, yeah, you know, and podcasting thing. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of shocked that you're you're quitting and to shock someone like Bob sag like that. It, it's kind of yeah. like, wow. You know, look, it's a good point. And I, I think that, uh, look, there's uh, the, the timing is everything as they say. And, uh, you know, it was brought up in the chat that uh, he did just sell his house. It's very public. This is not a secret thing. So you have an influx of money. Uh, all of a sudden, you know, maybe you don't have to hustle so hard. And and I tried to stress on the podcast, he still has his TV show, Dennis Miller plus one, which is an interview show. And that's what I had kind of hoped that the podcast could have been They're like, look, let's just have interviews. Uh, I don't care if we ever talk about politics. And then we didn't really uh, from like after October. Uh, and, you know, I mean, he but, you know, even then he still did talk about it a little bit. Like, you know, if you hear the, the last month of episodes, there's a couple of times where he can't resist and he feels the need to chime in on it. But he didn't want to get sure, into it, you know. And, you know, I think it's a, there's, I don't know, me, there's nothing disappointing in, in somebody that's like, yeah, I just, I, I don't see any value in it because there's still so much more we could have talked about. And I think he will on his uh, TV show. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, it just, it just meant certain guests that weren't on. Uh, but, uh, of course, we had uh, both uh, Kurt Schlichter and uh, Larry O'Connor in our last episode, which I think was, uh, they both had great voicemails. Yeah. Uh, not as good as yours, Corby. <laughs> I know. What, get it. What, what's what's Kristen, you funny? You don't have to stroke my ego. I, I stroke my own ego. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Sam? What's What's funny is I, I've I've read I've read Kurt's uh, I've read Kurt Schlichter's work for years over on Town Hall, and yeah, he's he actually he actually followed me on Twitter uh, anyway, and he's like, "Oh, hey, you're from the Dennis Miller Zone website, right?" And I'm like. I'm like, yes. So it, it's funny because I'm known as part of the DM. Yeah, part of the DMZ. I mean, you've got the hat. So, uh, well, that's uh, that's very cool. And by the way, this was uh, what we were talking about earlier. Jason just confirms that I did the last part of the radio show, and I didn't remember that. So when I got the call from the boss, I probably thought that they were annoyed about that. It was like, you did your last show today. I'm like, huh? What, am I getting fired? Oh, no, no, the show's over. 
And that was, uh, I think that was something that we didn't talk about for a while, that that's the way it ended. But there was a month of uh, reruns, which uh, you guys probably do remember. Uh, in any I case. holding out for a new show. Yeah, a new show from Dennis. Oh, yeah, just one more. Yeah, yeah it's with, weird. It's with a the radio, radio show. It's a radio thing where they don't like to let you uh, do a last show. Because I think that this works for radio shows where they play music where you tune in on Friday, you listen, great, you go to work, whatever. And then you get back in your car on Monday, you got the same station on and you listen. And if there's different people, they think you're going to just keep listening. And if it's a music, you know, show where they give you the weather and you know, the traffic report, it's probably, it's probably going to be somewhat effective, but it was a talk radio show. You're like, Oh, this isn't the guy I like, you know? And, and I think that uh, that happens sometimes with guest show, guest hosts. I'm sure that people were like, Oh, it's just Christian. I don't want to hear that. I get it. Cause there's shows that I've listened to where I'm like, Oh, I don't like this guest host. So I, I will not be listening to this show today, you know? So I, I get that. So I think that, that that was just a radio thing that they just wanted to slide a new show in there. And uh, it, it did not uh, last very long, but uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Christian, uh, I will say that, and you probably don't remember this, but on at least one of the episodes of the radio show, where you hosted and Dennis wasn't there, I still called in. Uh, I called you out for not returning my uh, vinyl copies of Taylor Swift's 22 album. Oh yeah. I remember, I remember that. It's funny. Cause I don't remember that. Sorry, but I did appreciate when the regulars would still call like they're like, I would sometimes when I guest hosted, I didn't know I was doing it till that morning. The first time I did it, it, it was Dennis was sick. Larry O'Connor couldn't do it. And I'm like, Oh, let me just do it. But then I stacked like some of our regulars, like Deborah Saunders. And I think I even had Larry on, uh, but, uh, you know, and so then I would do that a lot of times. And then the fact that the callers would still be there, like I would try and I would nudge like Gene in Philly and other people who I had you know emails for. I'm like, Oh, I could really use a call today because I'm going to be hosting. But when the regular callers would unsolicited still call, and I always appreciated that. Uh, just, uh, before we wind down, uh, just a couple of other, uh, uh, favorites, uh, uh, William Metz points out that the rib guy did not have chemistry. Uh, we did not focus it on ribs during this entire, uh, conversation. Uh, Jason points out, not every guest can be like Steve Emerson. That was, uh, that's come up on the podcast a couple of times where he just didn't stop saying like, no, no, you were really terrible in movies. No, I don't think you understand what a bad actor you are which was crazy. Uh, Jeffrey with a great Tom Servo emoji says that Larry O'Connor was the favorite guest. All right. I think you probably should have listened to more shows. Let's be honest. Uh, Judy Collins was definitely epic uh, as was the Swami, uh, the, you know, spiritual guru who uh, just managed of course to uh, plug everything. Uh, Dominica Saxon appreciated the and Coulter bit. Uh, you know what? I would have loved to have done more of these Robert Wagner and George Hamilton uh, hours. We did a couple of them in the radio show. Um, Robert Wagner doesn't do interviews anymore, and you can Google him to figure out why he doesn't want to talk to people. But uh, George Hamilton still does. I would have loved to have done that, actually. Uh, I don't know how many of those you guys heard, but uh, just to listen to some of those stories, George Hamilton had some of the just the, the like the starting out in Hollywood stories he had were were pretty great, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so those, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's easy to, uh, to just ra- ramble off a, a lot of this stuff. 
but uh, and again, when somebody gives me a credit, they're going to get on the screen. Uh, besides uh, me, <laughs> Andrew and Lario were the best guest hosts. You know, Andrew Breitbart had never guest hosted a radio show before he uh, guest hosted the Dennis Miller show. I had to talk him into it. He uh, the idea of spending three hours like talking, even though it's really like an hour and 35 minutes, as anybody who downloaded the show knew, like he 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 needed he actually had Larry there to help calm him down and center him because he was uh, really uh, anxious about it. But uh, I think he did a tremendous job. And then he started hosting uh, other shows. So uh, and, but uh, I, I appreciate that. And Farad says Dennis's departure and the leaving of a couple other hosts led him away from listening to AM radio. Uh, yeah, I guess, you know, it's funny. I don't think about Dennis's AM radio, but uh, especially there in Chicago, he was. That Chicago station, WIND, they were so good to us. Every year they'd fly us out. We'd do events. We'd have guests, uh, and uh, they were going to do something for the podcast, uh, the the company that owned them. But uh, then Dennis ended up not doing a gig there. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, look, we could do this for weeks, uh, and uh, I probably will. But uh, Corby, other than calling in, what do you think you're going to miss most about the fact that you've now had? Uh, well, I guess tomorrow's Thursday. So tomorrow's going to be the first day where you're supposed to get the show and you're not going to get it. So what's going to be the worst part of not having these Tuesdays and Thursdays anymore? Missing out on all the laughter. I do a lot of driving. So I drive a lot of miles just by myself and I would turn on the podcast, uh, you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays, always turn on a new one uh, or just turn on an old one. And uh, it just kept me entertained the whole time. I listen to other podcasts, uh, but Joe Rogan does not take voicemails. Um, of course, I didn't realize I could leave voicemails for the Bladcast. Uh, that's B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. Um, Thank you until, very much. You know, you just told me. But um, <laughs> just missing out on that entertainment. I would laugh so much um, unless Dennis was making fun of me. Then I'd pull over to the shoulder and cry, but, uh, just, it was like camaraderie. It was like, I'm driving around with, uh, you know, some guys, uh, and, and Lindsay that, uh, that I like talking to. Um, so it's, it's just that familiar sitting and listening, uh, being entertained. That's what I'm going to miss the most. Yeah, no, I agree. And uh, what about you, Sam? Uh, obviously, you have your own podcast empire to uh, to proliferate. But uh, what are you going to miss most about uh, not having the show? I think one of the I think one of the biggest things I'm going to miss, and I think I shared this with you on Twitter and maybe on the show that we did together, was uh, Dennis's interviewing style. He's he has been one of the best interviewers that I've ever heard because um, one of the things that I never liked at Howard Stern as it seemed like Howard Stern was always jumping in it in every five minutes. And Dennis more or less and Adam Carolla is the same way. They more or less ask a question and, and then let their pot and then let their guests uh, just speak and get what they need to say out and then ask the next question. It's a lot more conversational. Yeah, I, I think that's a great point. And, uh, you know, Dennis told me a long time ago, I was like, I can talk to anybody. Maybe one day I'll, I'll secretly tell people there's like two people he ever wanted to not have his guests. But uh, uh, one of them was surprising. But anyway, uh, he could talk to anybody. Uh, and I think that uh, the ease with which he had a conversation, uh, I think that the long form 
suits him much better than an eight minute radio interview. You know, and some of the best radio interviews that people talk about are when he would have on Orson or Mark Stein or someone on for an entire hour, you know, because you can really let it breathe then. Peter Noon, that's another great one, you know. And uh, so for me, it was like a masterclass in watching this guy do interviews. And uh, I, I like a lot of, uh, you know, Sam, you referenced it. I like Howard Stern's long form, form interviews. Uh, the, you know, he'll talk to somebody for an hour or an hour and a half sometimes. And somebody I'm not interested in, like Gwyneth Paltrow, I'm not interested in. But I heard him interview her and I'm like, you know, she actually got a lot of interesting things out of her. Uh, but you're right. You should always let them talk more. And I learned that a lot from Dennis. And uh, I think that. Uh, the people that I have talked to and, you know, look, I think that the black cast is essentially like a half interview show at this point, because uh, I've just had so many great opportunities to interview people for this show or for other places. And then I repurpose them. And I think that's the key is just like, you don't need to be in such a rush to ask the next question, especially in this format. Yeah. So you can, you can really just let it go. And uh, you know, it's, uh, I think uh, everybody's got good stories to tell. And uh, uh, I think that uh, Dennis always appreciated that. So I think that, uh, you know, him continuing doing the interview show is it's a great thing for him to keep doing because that is a great skill set uh, that he has. Uh, f- uh, but important comment to get in from Patty. No offense to the others, but I much preferred Christian guest hosting to Larry O'Connor. <laughs> and uh, oh, he says Saunders. I guess uh, Deborah Saunders did guest host uh, once or twice with her husband. So I guess that's what she was talking about. But uh, yeah, and uh, uh, Roz JD with boy, if we had had Randy Quaid on, like present day Randy Quaid. Oh my God, insane. <laughs> so uh, you know they could have talked about you know that season of SNL they did together. Uh, uh, and uh, Patty has a question that if you're watching, I'll let you read it yourself. And if you're listening to the audio, you're gonna miss. I'm just going to say the word no, uh, and then just uh, go on uh, from there. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I appreciated that. Uh, but Patty is right. Uh, Dennis just shuts up. And uh, I can't because we've been doing this for now in 47 minutes. But uh, I appreciate you guys taking the time to uh, to to talk to us. And uh, Chris points out, Mrs. Dennis Miller option, turn to my podcast. All the best. Yeah, because – you know, it's not, you look and Dennis is occasionally on one of the most, two of the most listened to episodes are episode 201 and 400 both have Dennis Miller on. Uh, and I think I'll, he was also on episode 50 very briefly, but, uh, so, uh, you'll occasionally hear him, but you'll just mostly have to put up with me. Black cast, B L A D T C A S T blackcast dot com. Uh, thanks Christian. Keep on keeping on. See, I love all this. I was just like, I I'm just milking this. Because I have so many people in the live chat. Usually I'm excited if there's 10, you know, but we're, we've been at it for almost two hours and it's 32 minutes. So, uh, Corby, uh, we'll, we'll hear voicemails from you. I'll encourage you to leave them and, uh, I can have you bring some mirth on, uh, this way, uh, or another. Uh, I, I don't even know if you're on Twitter. If people want to keep tabs on what, what makes Corby laugh, how do they do that? I am not on Twitter anymore. I'm not on Instagram. Um, I'm only on Facebook and Parler. Um, but I don't post that much. Um, I don't know. I guess, you know, I'm a, I really seek out um, people's approval. So I guess if people really wanted to hear from me on Facebook and I thought I have en- enough of an audience, I might post more. But Mostly my kids just have to listen to my dad jokes and roll their eyes. Um, 
you have uh, given me a platform and I appreciate that. I would also like to say thanks to all the, the other people, all the people in the chat, uh, everybody that was on, um, you know, everybody played a part in the show and the podcast and gave me some good laughs, some good times. So I uh, really appreciate that. And I will leave you some voicemails at the, at the broadcast. Is it the same number? You just call the Dennis Miller uh, number. I, I know how to check them. Uh, and Patty's wondering if, even though you don't post much, do you have a handle on parlor that you would like to share? Uh, I think it's just at Corby Pyatt. I, I don't, uh, it's P Y A T T is my last yeah. name. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I was, uh, messaging our, our friend Christian Toto, uh, that, uh, I, I needed to, uh, I need to put parlor on ice for a few weeks. It was getting a little dicey in there and, uh, I'm, I'm going to be happy to uh, check it out in the new year. Uh, it was just, there were too many posts that, uh, you know, and I, it's like, if you set your filters to like, well, I don't want anything that has, you know, uh, sedition or uh, secession, or you know, there it was. It, it was just getting a little. It was at martial law, and I'm like, oh, I don't. I, this isn't fun for me. I think it, it'll probably get fun at some point. Uh, and and Christian uh, Toto, he's a he's a proponent of uh, Parlor, and I think I think it'll be a better place <laughs> maybe in 2021. So I didn't delete it, uh, but I'm also Christian DMZ on there. I only have one post. Oddly enough, on election day, I just posted a picture that I also posted on uh, on Twitter. I so. upvoted it. I think if I didn't, yeah. I will. Yeah, I think it's the only thing that I have on there. But uh, so I, I'll, I'll I'll check back. Uh, it was uh, it was just it it, it wasn't. Uh, I didn't like the cut of its jib for a few weeks there, but uh, I think it'll come back around. Uh, anyway, so Corby, we'll we'll uh, we'll hear from you soon. I'll, I'll figure out something to drag you in on, uh, and. Uh, you know, check the uh, the the YouTube version of this uh, this video after it's posted. Uh, see how many Corby fans there are. See how many people want you to get on Twitter, want you to be posting more. All right. So if people are watching this and they want there to be a Corby fan club, comment down below and uh, he will see it because he, as he mentioned, seeks your approval. I do. I do. Okay. Thank you, Christian. Absolutely. Sam. Thank you, Corby. Have a good Great one. to talk to you. Thank okay. you. All right. And uh, Sam, uh, please uh, give uh, some plugs where people can find you uh, and, and let you know where you are. Yeah. At Sam, De at Sam W underscore NDC on Twitter uh, for now, unless, uh, you know, I get shadow manned or something. Also on Parlor. <laughs> yeah. Also on Parlor at Sam Field. And I am kind of with you, Christian. Uh, it, you know, it's gotten a little dicey. All I pretty much use it for is dumping links to my podcast and yeah not but i don't really participate on there um i'm yeah. trying i'm trying to maybe see if you know rob might want to get on there since he's banned on twitter as well but i think yeah all of us who are smart in terms of social media know that it's a bit dicey for right now yeah um, but also uh you can follow the whitfield report here on youtube uh, youtube.com forward slash whitfield report and on itunes and wherever else you get your podcast at so yeah well uh sam thanks for uh jumping in uh it was uh it was always fun to have you uh as a guest and i'm sure we'll chat again soon uh whether it be on social media or on each other's shows uh you know once once there start being movies again and <laughs> movies together yeah. and fun stuff like and, that and for and for the record uh if that guy who is listening to the who uh quit the broadcast uh is watching this clearly you didn't uh, ever listen to the broadcast if you were surprised that Will is somewhat of a liberal. That's that's so. what 
well said. It was like, I just don't think you were listening if this one episode made you think that, uh, yeah, but, and you, and Will appreciated. You said that, uh, Will Sterling is your favorite liberal. So, which, uh, which I've, which I've said for years too. It's kind of, yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of in a running, it's kind of in a running gag too, yeah. because, uh, I, because a few of my audience members are like, well, how do you, how can you stand that Will was Sterling guy? He's so liberal. And I'm like, yeah, but he's my favorite liberal. Yeah, exactly. No, and uh, I don't know. Look, it used to be easier to have differences of opinion, and uh, it can be, you know, it can make for interesting conversations. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, a a great memory was when uh, Andrew Breitbart guest hosted, and we had the guys from the band Fishbone on, and their lead singer Angelo. Uh, Politics could not be further from Andrews, and they were in the parking lot, like they weren't arguing at all. They were just talking for. 30, maybe even 40 minutes after the show ended, just continuing a conversation about politics. And uh, I would have loved to have done more with uh, Andrew and Angelo. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, he, he did pass a, a short time thereafter. Uh, but uh, that, to me, it's, you know, it's a, definitely some high points of the radio show. That was one. And it was like, I wasn't even in the conversation. I was just like, well, look, that's still going on, you know? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, well, Sam, uh, I appreciate it. We'll uh, talk to you again soon. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and any other holidays you celebrate, especially Life Day for anybody who's yep. a Star Wars fan. We always have to make sure that we wish them a happy Life Day. Happy Life Day to you, too, and happy halls, and, uh, you know, give your family my love. So Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'll talk to you soon, Sam. Uh, well, this was a lot of fun, and uh, I appreciate uh, Lindsay being on uh, for the beginning and uh, everybody who – uh, who jumped in uh, and Uvula Scrimshaw points out Will's liberalism comes from a good place though. I think, yeah, it's just, you know, it's look, it's, it's how he feels and uh, uh, he's very honest. Uh, it's hard to uh, disagree with that uh, in any case uh, there's a, you know, this conversation can always continue on Twitter, on Instagram at Christian DMZ. Uh, and uh, please stay tuned uh, for more great content from the Black Cast. We have a virtual Christmas party that I think right now is scheduled for this Friday, the 18th, at uh, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, but subject to change. But if you're a fan of the way that the Black Cast used to be, uh, including the guy who doesn't listen to the show anymore. He'll really enjoy that episode because of uh, some of the people who will be with us when we do that show. Uh, so that is uh, something that is uh, is at least penciled in at the moment uh, for next Friday. Uh, some great friends. Uh, and uh, Lisa Ballard, thank you for the great years with Dennis. Glad to find you here, Lisa. Glad you uh, came in. Always want to give some shout-outs to everybody. Uh, like I said, the, the conversation easily continues. Uh, and as I referenced earlier, if you're listening to the audio version of this, we're going to end the show, and then you're going to hear one of the big rewinds, and then you're going to hear the uh, the test that Lindsay and I did last week that ended up going like 20, 30 minutes. Uh, and uh, there was some fun stuff in there. We basically practiced for this. This was like the dress rehearsal. Uh, for this show, but I appreciate everybody's contributions throughout the course of these last couple hours and uh, the last couple years of the podcast, the Dennis Miller option. 
and all the years of the radio show going back to 2007, which uh, I was there on day one. I, I wasn't in the studio in New York with uh, Dennis and Sal, but uh, I was always there uh, listening from L.A. Uh, and uh, comments from me will always stretch the show out a little bit longer. I mean, compliments for me, humble painter. Thank you for being the glue that keeps us together. Uh, I appreciate to do that. Uh, and then thanks, Christian, wanting you back. Uh, well, back for more of the black cast, like I was saying, will definitely be uh, what well, should be this Friday. But uh, we post episodes every week. You know, sometimes uh, me and the guys might talk politics. That might not be for all of you. But if you're if you're open to the conversation, check it out. If not, I do a lot of musician interviews. I do a lot of uh, comic book creator interviews, TV interviews. I'm going to actually repurpose a few of those. Uh, somebody mentioned in the chat that uh, they enjoyed Dennis's conversations with Alan Zweibel. I talked to Alan Zweibel for AfterBuzz TV earlier in the year. I talked to him for almost an hour and a half. Or I think it was an hour and a half. And I'm, I want to repurpose that. I've got some other uh, good content uh, from comic book and cartoon creators that I'm going to uh, get out there uh, in the weeks ahead. And uh, Jason makes the excellent point. I grew up from the no good teenage son deck. Yes, my uh, excellent character for the TV show that I'm wearing the t-shirt for, which is the uh, t-shirt, of course, which is the TV show, of course, where uh, I actually met my wife uh, wearing that terrible wig. Uh, I should uh, probably uh, dig out the footage from that old show because uh, there's some really funny visuals and uh, boy, was I a terrible actor, uh, which is something I talked about uh, this week to promote uh, the Tom Kelly show. I was a guest on that this week. If you want to check that out, just go to Tom Kelly show. You'll be able to find it. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, some of those things. Jacob Downey, you want to interview me on my show? Uh, you want to interview me on your show? You know how to find me. I uh, will always talk about myself to anyone. In any case, uh, this has been fun. As the title says, all good things must come to an end. Uh, and that includes uh, doing uh, almost twice as much black cast as probably anybody wanted. But 26 of you are still watching. That's the thing I don't get. So uh, stay tuned. Go to blackcast.com, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T.com, at Blackcast on Twitter, the Blackcast on Facebook. And we will see you next time on the Blackcast. Bye, everybody. Dang, oh, my God. This really dude, now this means that people can see us. And all we're doing is testing. So yes, oh stream feed God. is free. Uh, actually, to use it the way I use it, you have to pay. If you, you want to use it for free, they put the StreamYard logo like up in the corner, which I used to do it that way. Um, oh. It's cheaper than Zoom, though. And the cool okay. thing about it is uh, obviously this isn't like a real show, but if anybody were to jump in in the Not YouTube it. chat, yeah, you, you can. Mean put you're the wasting comment. my time with this fakeness. Always, uh, but oh. you can put the comments up on the screen uh, like that. So oh. if if anybody were there, you know, and they could be like, "Yo, put on your makeup, girl." Uh, you know, uh, I mean, I think that that's mean. I don't think that anybody should really say anything like that. Why would they? Why would somebody say that? I, I think. You know, yeah. what kind of people do you think are going to be watching this thing? That well, you I just think, figured since uh, you're a jerk, all your fans that. are jerks. Yeah. I, I don't know why you think anybody would say that. I mean, I think <laughs> that's, that's uh, I don't know where you're coming from. Stupid. <laughs> that's it. Uh, anyway, 
So, I mean, my yeah. dream match yours, kind of. Yeah. Well, so we'll do this, and yeah. we'll talk about the final episode of the Dennis Miller option, which by that point people will have heard, but mm-hmm. we did just record it. Yeah. I think somebody somebody was telling me she was crying this morning, right? I was crying. It was just really sad to listen to everyone's voicemails. And I think that I have been kind of pretending like this wasn't happening. I think that was the way to get through it was just to pretend like it wasn't happening. And so obviously now that we've recorded the last episode, it's quite clear it's happening. And after listening to all the voicemails this morning, it was just really sad. And uh, we realize, of course, that there are dozens of voicemails we didn't play but right. uh, we just didn't have time to get to all of them you know no. and we had so many friends that took the time to record them and it was fun but uh i don't know i wonder if we should uh we should do like because we couldn't play them here i don't think it would work that way but right. we could do something where, <laughs> where we listen to the old voicemails and so people feel like they didn't waste their time yeah because we were what they were, we were the audience they were going for yeah, well, honestly, uh, we're like two thirds of the audience they were going for. You know, I don't know if they'll give us that much credit. Maybe mm. slightly more than half. Okay, hey, that's still a lot. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that's a fair assessment. You know, if 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 Art from Texas knows that we listen to his voicemail and we comment on it, or Casey from New Mexico, or Matt from Cincinnati, you know, if those yeah, if those people all know, I'm like, hey, we know you didn't get into the final episode. Sorry, brah, but. You can check it out. You can come check out the black cast. Here's uh, your consolation prize. Yeah. But I think when we do the, so the, the live show will be Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. That will give people basically a full day and change to listen to the final episode. And they can tell us what they think. Yeah. You know, they can let us know uh, their thoughts and uh, let us know if it made them cry. Uh, Gene and Philly probably didn't cry. I'm just <laughs> You know, yeah, he's so. dead inside. That's oh boy, just that's inside true. though. He's he's still alive on the outside. Just it's the it's the inside. You know, <laughs> that's, that's how we keep that's going, good. right? Yeah. Uh, so I think when we do the show, Lindsay, I'll ask all sorts of questions uh, about you know you doing the show, uh, probably how you felt when you had it assigned to you, and you were like, Ugh, more work, and they're like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Dennis has this producer, uh, already, but he doesn't do any actual work. Yeah. So you're still going to have to do everything. Pretty much. And he gets your cut of the extra money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> I know. I get, I get all that extra cash. It's just laying around. Piles see, and piles see, you in your mansion, you took, you took it away from me. Now I got to yeah. live in the studio all the time. Okay. Look, I have this. Uh, I, I have this Mickey Mouse gingerbread man uh, advent oh, calendar right behind me, and uh, from, from Lucy's from Lucy's birthday. Here's her Toy Story balloons. That's Elsa, I thought. No, uh, this is Bo Peep from Toy Story. Oh, and here is the very popular Forky and Woody. <laughs> Forky seems like they ran out of character ideas on that one. So you haven't seen Toy Story Four, is what you're telling me. No, but you know what I did see, and you'll be really happy and excited. What's that? I watched Star Wars: A New Hope, Star Wars: Rogue One, okay, and, and the fifth one, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Did you not watch the sixth one? Not yet. That's my favorite. Is the sixth one, but okay. if yeah, you I'm watch on the fifth one, but I fell asleep. Yeah. 
in in all honesty, if you watch the four, five, and six, and you never watch anything else, you'll be fine. You know, I mean, the other there's good stuff, and the Mandalorian TV show is really good. But I've it's been a, watching that's, that. I'm on that's episode three stuff. of the first season, though. So no spoilers, well, Dennis Miller. Uh, so you've uh, fallen in love with Baby Yoda. Yeah, he's all right. He's a lot cuter than the real Yoda. That guy's kind of ugly. He's all right. Baby Yoda is like just adorable. Well, yeah. So speaking of people who are dead inside, that's <laughs> I forgot. I like I when forgot. he eats the 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 that dinosaur lady's babies. Oh, see, then you're into the second season then. Oh, that's right. So I have been catching glimpses of my boyfriend and his brother watching the second season, but I've been trying to watch the first season. So I don't think I know where I am anymore in that series. Yeah. You're like, he's not that cute, but uh, any chance that they ride a horse in this episode? Yeah. You know what I thought was really funny? They were like, I think it's in the fifth movie. There's like these dinosaur looking characters and they ride like horses, but they look almost exactly like the characters that are riding them. It's very odd. Oh yeah. But what about the, so when they're on the snow planet, which uh, uh, all my fellow nerds know is called Hoth, uh, they ride these things called Tauntauns. Oh and, yeah. The big uh, curly horn things with the weird lips. Yeah. What about, lips. what about when uh, Harrison Ford uh, slits his belly open so they can crawl inside and stay warm? Well, Oh, okay. I was He's dead already. Now he didn't kill her. It was already you're, dead. You're talking about that dinosaur on two legs that he rides. That's yeah, but then he, that's called a tauntaun. Yeah. What's and, the thing with the horns? That's it. They they well oh, no. well, that's the wampa. He's like a snowman. Yeah, like a snow monster. They ride the him too. That they ride. Yeah, they don't ride him. No, no, no. So there is one they ride. I know. Yeah. It. I've seen and, it. He's got human lips. And I always was grossed out by the fact that they, because it was so cold, that they spent the night inside the belly of the carcass of the dead Tauntaun. Like, I've I seen was that like, in other movies, though, where they like- I was like four. I was like four, and I saw this in a the movie theater, and uh, it stayed with me. Wow. That's traumatizing. Yeah, that's not- Hey, cool. look at this. I knew if we stayed on long enough, somebody would, somebody would join us. Look who's here. It's Sam Woodfield. Okay. Sam! Sam Woodfield. Who will be happy with the uh, series finale of the Dennis Miller a- option? You yep. may hear a familiar voice in there amongst the voicemails played. Uh, Sam Whitfield, a friend of the Black Cast, but you know, primarily friend of Dennis Miller content. You know, and uh, yeah. oh, oh and and by the way, Sam. Uh, oh hi! Oh hi, Lindsay! Oh, oh hi, hey. Mark! She's yeah. here too. Yeah, I know. We just nobody expected you to be here, you know. Well, you know, it's not like but, I usually come to work or anything. And you're there at work. And yeah. if this was a normal circumstance, I would have certainly been there on the last day. I would have yeah, come in. Have. I would have, would have brought let you, you in one more I would time. have brought I would have brought you Dunkin' Donuts. I would have brought you Chick-fil-A chicken minis. And I would have brought you the the vanilla squirrel swiss squirrel. You would have brought me a vanilla squirrel? <laughs> The vanilla swirl. Was it the vanilla swirl latte? Is that what I would get for you? That was, but you're going to be really sad. I know I am um, because after I finish my alcoholic ice cream, I'm going keto. Ugh. Wait, when are you going keto? Because we're supposed to have lunch on Thursday. Well, I'll just make sure I don't finish my alcoholic ice cream before Thursday. Okay. 
I was just saying, like, we've got a we've got a whole plan, and uh, we're we're going up to Dennis's house one last time. Yep. Uh, and uh, he doesn't know it. We're just gonna hop the fence. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna hop the fence and start squatting before yeah. I there. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but uh, that'll yeah, it'll be fun. I mean, it's a beautiful home. It'll certainly be the last time we ever go. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what? Who knows? Uh, we might be you know what? I'm, I'm going to say, uh, <laughs> Sam says I'm Christian's number one fan, except for maybe Rob Lorch. Rob Lorch is not a fan of mine. Uh, he actually hates me, but he sees me as a conduit to Dennis Miller. So yeah. he has to be nice yeah. to me. He has to, to tolerate all of my nonsense. Rob Lorch will record Gene Simmons voicemails for the black cast. Uh, and it's, uh, minuscule listenership, but, uh, he knows that if he were to say no, I would forget to ask him to be a part of our final episode. Um, and uh, That's twisted. Uh, hey, so is life. Okay? <laughs> hey, I'm working on launching a media production company called Twisted Digit. Uh, oh, Twisted Digit. Because my PC's all messed up. I know. And uh, there was that guy on Twitter who talked about, <laughs> talked about your... He wants to hold <laughs> my little mangled hand. That's so sweet. But does your boyfriend hold your mangled little hands? You want to know what's crazy? His right pinky is is fucked up too. Oh my gosh! We both it, have bent right pinkies. Is, is there a dating app for people with, <laughs> with messed up? It's called digits? Twisted Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I always thought that if we did a podcast together, uh, as as has been discussed, it would have to be called Twisted Bitches, uh, but. <laughs> I don't know. That might be uh, disparaging uh, to you. Uh, I don't know, but that's a term of empowerment. I think you can hey. be called. Like, oh yeah, I am a bitch. I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but I still think it's fun, and I can take a joke. So yes, maybe we oh. should get into this. Maybe somebody has been suggesting we do a podcast together for two years now. Did Dennis suggest that? I don't remember. You know, we've we've done like three or four podcasts. That's the same thing, right? It's not the same thing. Because in especially podcasts, there would be a little bit more prep. There would oh. be a little production. There'd be a little bit more pizzazz. Prep. On a real podcast network, Twisted Media. Twisted Digital. Mm. <laughs> prep. And by the way, uh, Sam has a thought that a uh, that Tinder <laughs> would actually be the app for people with uh, with uh, Twisted Digits. So thank That's you, Sam. That's where we met. Yep. And, uh, you know, if people, uh, people should check out the Whitfield Report. You can find it. Uh, just Google it. I don't know. It's hard to know how to find anything. You know, we had Dana Carvey on our last episode and I was like worried at first. I'm like, Oh my God, I don't know where to tell Dennis to send people for Dana Carvey's podcast. And I'm like, wait, you just go into Apple podcasts and tape it, type in Dana Carvey and it'll come up. So, you know, uh, Oh, this is a great point. Uh, you know her, uh, he says, oh, yeah. Is twisted one. Yeah. She is a twisted one. Yeah. Can't get so- into it can't get her yeah. to do a fucking show with me since she moved to New Jersey, but whatever. Oh, she moved already. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were there. They, their moving day moving out of LA was uh, Halloween. So, uh, wow. trick or treat. We're out. Yeah. They're in yeah. New Jersey now. And tricks uh, on you, bitch. I guess so. Yeah, I know. It's too bad because you guys would have been friends if, uh, she also wasn't dead inside. So really it's yeah. unfortunately the, the cast of characters that I've surrounded with each other. Yeah. You have a, uh, you got a pattern here. It's a very dysfunctional support group that, mm-hmm. uh, I think we, we, we support each other in, in, in getting worse and worsening our problems. Yeah. 
And and Sam makes the point. Yeah, you can just find his show. Just find it for a report on Apple Podcasts. So it's like yeah. exactly what I said about Dana Carvey. I'm going there next. Uh, and people can find the old episodes of the Dennis Miller Option. They're going to be up at least for six months. I received an email about yes. that. Um, We're going to have everything up for at least six months. And then hopefully by that point, you'll be back with me. Uh, Dennis, my boy. Well, he did say something that I don't want to spoil the episode too much for people, but just the idea that he'd be like, oh, I kind of miss doing it, you know. In two weeks. And, he said in two weeks he'd probably be like yeah. that. Yeah, and I, I feel like, him. look, I, I I, don't fault anybody that doesn't want to talk about politics. I very often don't talk about politics on the show. And then when I do, somebody who's been a longtime listener since episode one, uh, make sure to let us know that he doesn't want to listen anymore. But we'll talk about oh. that in the future. Uh, but... I, I feel like we easily could have done the podcast with like authors and uh, musicians, just like he does a TV show. You know, we yeah. didn't need to talk about politics, you know, yeah. uh, I prefer, uh, I prefer not doing that stuff. I mean, you know, we had a, a show, which is the show that'll go up tomorrow. It's two episodes put together, the uh, Brian wheat from Tesla. And then that guy, Brian Raftery, who had the book on 1999 and they just talked about movies. I'm like, yeah, that could be the whole show. You talk to people yeah. that write books like that, you know, mm -hmm. But, well, Definitely. that's what the black cast is going to be. There'll be oh. a black cast where I talk to Brian Wheat from Tesla for about 55 minutes, and that'll be up next week. So, see? Oh. Can just oh, push wow. it all out there. Yeah, you're just you sliding know? right into Dennis's spot, filling the old. That's right. I, I, I'm, I, I'm going to have Dana Carvey on. Uh, I'll have Victor Davis Hanson on. I'll have uh, just all the guests. It's funny because if you look at the guests on the podcast, you're like, wait, didn't aren't these all the same people that used to be on the radio show? And the answer is yes. <laughs> Well, they're his A-list friends. Yeah, well, you know. That's a what a podcast I, is based on. I, I snuck a couple in there. Uh, Rob Halford from Judas Priest. That was, uh, that. Yeah, well, you know, Don Jameson uh, definitely uh, helped me along on that one. But, uh, you know. Uh, and by the way, Sam is offering us, uh, if we ever need a co-host, drop him a text. So, Ooh, okay, uh, I Sam. I, I, I think I, I think I only can slide into your DMs, uh, Sam. I don't think I have uh, your digits in that way. Ew, no one yeah, wants that. Effective. Yeah, that's all right. I mean, there. You know, we were talking about Zia before. Like when I write to her, sometimes it's on uh, Instagram Messenger, sometimes it's on uh, Twitter Messenger, and then other times, like I might actually text her, but I usually don't text her because I'm in the middle of a conversation somewhere else. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Sam in the uh, Always Be Closing, uh, his show is a fusion of politics and pop culture comedy. He stole the format from the old radio show. It's basically what I did. But just the politics really got pushed out of uh, 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 of that show. You know, we're, uh, we're, we're going to do another uh, Black Cast Christmas party, but this year is going to be digital. Uh, so we're going to do it like this. So maybe you can swing by for, uh, for a, a drink, uh, a keto yeah. drink. Just and, one. Uh, well, that'd be different than last year, wouldn't it? It would. It would. But, uh, you know, we don't have to talk about your transgressions here. Yeah. You know, Zia had a sip of my beer at that Christmas party. That was the only time I've ever seen her drink any alcohol. And I've okay. known her for almost three years now. Well, I guess it just proves that you're a bad influence. Oh, I am definitely a bad influence. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Oh, no. Yeah. That's why that's why Jeff from the Black Cats had to move to uh, Massachusetts. That he moved away too? Yeah. Oh, everybody's chased all your friends away, man. Uh, I know. Leaving uh, us? It's you, isn't it? Yeah. Dennis had to move. <laughs> Jeff had to move. He doesn't want you to have his address anymore. <laughs> no, I know. It's like 
it's uh yeah i mean uh it's like everybody that i that i try to do stuff with you know and the podcast uh you don't even know ken ken was like part of the the podcast and he moved to massachusetts a few years ago so i drove him away first uh yeah so uh you you get you get dragged back into the show because you still live in california yeah well i'm not going anywhere so if one of us has to leave it's you my friend Oh my God. I'd love to leave. You <laughs> have the opportunity that something else was happening somewhere. You know? <laughs> Do you want to go somewhere? Uh, anyway. All right. So this was really just a test. I, I liked that uh, Sam was able to play along so that we could, uh, I could bring some of the comments on the screen. Do you like that? Do you think that that's like better that. than, that's a- on, on YouTube? You have to like read the comments. Uh, right. You know, so or if you have a mixer, you can put them up there, but it tends to look so small. You can't read them anyway. So, yeah. Nice. I like this setup. Yeah, yeah, when I would do it on AfterBuzz, they, they when I would do shows at AfterBuzz, they could show them to us on a screen, but they, they would literally be like that, and I'm like, That's "Well, so. somebody said something, but I have I have no idea what yeah. it is." Uh, and uh, this is an inside reference for Black Cast fans. Uh, Sam says, "I can be your new Liev. I'm already in Florida." Mm-hmm. Um, so now, Lindsay, you're a producer. What would yeah. you do with this uh, 18 plus minutes that we just recorded? Uh, I was thinking of using it as a preamble. Yeah. the audio version of what we're going to record next week. But right. now I'm wondering, should it be like bonus content at the end of the episode? Is it, um, is it, is it not interesting enough to be the start of the episode? And then we go right into what we do live next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. I mean, I would say as a producer myself, we wouldn't do it this way at all, but I'm a bit of a per- perfectionist. So I would say with the way that you do the black cast, it'd probably be good at the end because you tend to have like that extra weird stuff at the end. So that might be. Wait a minute. Have you listened? How do you know that I have extra weird stuff at the end? Did you ever listen to a black cast? What? No. What? When did you listen? I don't support my friends. You listened to the ones that you were on, right? All right. Fine. You got me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I do. I do like to do that sometimes. And a lot of times, uh, and this would just be a lot of like extra content, you know? Yeah. But I think that this video has something uh, that it usually doesn't have. And I don't want to make you uncomfortable. But, um, you know, the broadcast doesn't usually bring a lot of sex appeal. But uh, we have uh, we have a, a, a beautiful lady on the show. And uh, I want to think capitalize on that. Uh, what? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh. Uh, I, I meant to say a, a good looking broad. A classy game. Oh. What's her face, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> Lindsay, what's her face? Lindsay, but, what's uh, her face? That's a little bit of a giveaway now from something that's coming out. Now, now you're really dipping into the spoilers for the I'm final show. What can I say? Yeah. Um, but I think you're right. I think that when the audio version of our uh, Dennis Miller option post show, I don't even know what to call it. Uh, I think Cry that should be. The, there'll be tears all from Corby and Branson, which is weird. It's like, he's just going to cry the whole time. His tears Actually, are my favorite. I'm going to ask him if he can do a, a Facebook live while he listens and just cry <laughs> for, I don't know. I think we'll get, to be in the corner of the screen. Yeah. We'll get about 50 minutes and he'll just cry the whole time and just put him, mm-hmm. right, put him right down there. Yeah. I mean, I could send him the same invite. I could bring up a little, he could be in a little square. Let's yeah. check in on Corby. Is he still crying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Sounds fun. That sounds fun. Well, That's that will be fun. We'll talk about that. And uh, you know this. I've told you before that the 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 idea for the Blackcast was that it we would talk about that week on the Dennis Miller show because we all worked on it together. And that, oh. lasted, that lasted exactly one episode, like the first episode. We, it's not like we would never talk about it, sure. but it was like, especially like when I would guest host, then the radio show, when I guest host the radio show, there would be some uh, spillover. Uh, oh, Jason uh, Mulner makes a great point. Last time I was able to watch, Kristen was in the garage, I think. I spent a lot of time in the garage, uh, <laughs> well, just in general, but That's doing shows. Show. Yeah. Because uh, it's it's quieter down there. I would do the Desmiller option in the garage, like when my kids would be home, because it was like, uh, you know, I had like one time Lucy tried to come. Lucy opened the door to the bedroom <laughs> while we were doing the show, oh. and I had to I, I had to like scoop her up and bring her downstairs, and uh, oh, she got upset. I feel she like that would have been really good for the ratings, Lucy. You know what? We might still be doing the show if we'd had Lucy on. <laughs> yeah. You know, I would have saved it. <laughs> so. She's so cute. Um, Jason has a great question. Any chance to get Rob Lawrence to call into the last show? You know what? I don't want to give anything away except for the simple fact that we did already give it away. Uh, so I'm going to just tell you yes. <laughs> yes, you will call We've in. We've already spoiled that. Future. Uh, yeah. So uh, you will hear from Rob Lawrence. Uh, but you won't really hear from Rob Lawrence. You'll hear from one of his friends. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I don't want to get... You know, the... The funny thing is that uh, Rob Lorge does other voices. Really? Yeah, but that one was like the first time I met him in person. We did the radio show in, in Chicago because he lives in Wisconsin. And uh, he had done some voices on the show. And we're walking around. And he starts doing the Gene Simmons voice. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Where was that during the show? <laughs> So I was like, I, I and I told Dennis, I'm like, I have to bring him back on. You'll see, you know. And and Dennis got it. Why he was on two days in a row. <laughs> oh, hey, well, yeah, that's a pretty good impression. So uh, this is nice praise. Dennis is a much better interviewer than Howard Stern. Um, I think that Dennis is a great interviewer. Uh, I think Dennis can do great work with people that he doesn't know much about. Uh, I think the the best is people he's excited to because he read their book or whatever, you know, that sort of a thing. But yeah, somebody that he just doesn't know anything about. And, and sometimes there have been those, uh, who is this? Tell me, tell yeah. me about this guy. Huh? Yeah. I went to this one, you know, that was more in the radio show because the radio show we had to do, cough up like 15 guests a week, you know? Easy. So this, this is at most two. So uh, it's a little easier. You didn't have to to dig as deep. And there, there was there was somebody <laughs> that was a regular that is uh, very well known now. That he was like, yeah, the next time that card comes up, uh, let's just do a listener calls for an hour. I'm like, okay. So I didn't have that person on again. Oh my gosh! Wow. He just wasn't into it. You know what I mean? He just wasn't into it. I'll tell. I'll, uh, I I could tell you who it was, but I don't think you know who he is. Okay, so it wasn't someone that I was on. No, 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 no. Never on this show. This so I can was... think of one guest that was pretty bad, and I actually booked him, and he may have had a teeth whitening company. Oof. Oh, you know, but that that wasn't a bad guest. That was a bad connection because you're talking – see, and the reason I'll mention this is because you're talking about Chuck Liddell. Yeah. And uh, because that didn't go well, and it was all like the connection was bad. And was it, or did he just keep plugging his tooth company and not talking? No, because Dennis just had notes, and he just would go back to the notes because Chuck was having trouble hearing him. So okay. he, uh, to sort of make that up, 
uh, I nudged them over at Dennis Miller plus one to have Chuck on there. And they had a great conversation there because yeah, they were, they talked, you know, kind of like we did on zoom or something. And, uh, that went, that went very well. Uh, so yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Lindsay, Lindsay booked some good guests. Uh, Jordan Belfort, you just booked him not that long ago. That's true. And because we've had him on now, uh, I get targeted advertising on Instagram for all, all of like the online courses he teaches. And stuff. Great. great. Yeah. Well, Hey, I bet you'd be a great salesperson if you really wanted to be. Oh no, I wouldn't. I couldn't, I couldn't convince anybody. That's to what he told this. Dennis. One of the callers actually made fun of it. It was funny. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, a couple more things just because people are nice enough to tune in to, even though this isn't really a show, uh, Jason points out that his, that Rob's gene is better than gene. Uh, that's true. We did have to, we were, we were in person with gene. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, Sam points out that Rob will be on the Whitfield report soon as himself. I haven't actually talked to Rob as himself in about a year and a half. It was usually like comic book movie stuff that I would talk to him about. So stuff that Lindsay is not into. Um, I'm watching yeah. Star Wars now. Yeah, you I, I, you watch four, five, and six. You can stop. You definitely don't need to watch one, two, and three. You can skip seven, eight, and nine. Just four, I have five, a feeling now that I've opened the door, the uh, I'm in it now. Yeah. yeah, you let me. You let me. You text me in the middle of the movie the first time you see Jar Jar Binks talk. Okay, because I want to plug. Oh, Jar Jar Binks with the ears. No, I saw him last night. Sorry. What he was at a bar. What do you mean you saw him last night? He was on the fifth one that I watched. No, 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 no. That's Yoda. No. Okay, maybe I'm Jar Jar Binks is in episode one. And he's almost exclusively in episode one because he was such an unpopular character. So the one called The Phantom Menace, he's in a lot. And then he shows up a couple times in episodes two and three. Well, I'm watching something where he's in it because he's really annoying and he says Misa about everything, right? Yeah. See, I, just, I know who he is. Misa people are gonna die. Yeah, gonna Misa the Dennis Miller option. I guess I just don't know which movies I'm watching then, but I'm watching them. Clearly, clearly you're not paying attention. I was told it's the Machete Order. What uh, that means? No, it's I. Ugh. I um, no, I, I understand. There's understand? there's a way. Yeah, there's a way to show these movies that is, uh, and and I'd be happy to tell your boyfriend this. You can pass this along. It's the wrong order. You oh. should watch them in the order they came out, uh, that they were oh. released in theater, and you you'll be able to under you'll be able to understand. You're a smart girl. Uh, excuse me. You're a very intelligent woman. My apologies. I didn't mean to diminish your accomplishments. Um. And and now, like Sam's just jumping to other world. He <laughs> wants to start James Bond from the beginning. So Whoa. I know Dr. I no- you need to, but I gotta finish the Star Wars thing. First. Yeah, Doctor No is really good. That's the first one. You just check that out at some point. I mean, that's like Sean Connery, and you'll see him, and you'll be like, oh, okay, I get it now. I, it's, I he's will got say his, he's got his shirt off at one point, and I'm like, hmm. okay, does Han yeah. Solo ever take his shirt off? Because he's a smoke in shirt. in Indiana Jones movies. Yes, not in Star Wars. I don't think so. No, he'd look really good in those baggy pants and some blasters. No shirt. <laughs> the same. So, so you're coming up with the uh, the Harrison Ford beefcake calendar. This is a great <laughs> idea. This is a great idea. I'm gonna. We're gonna work on our own Han Solo porn. Oh, well, you took it a little too far, didn't you? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, on that note. Yeah. 
Yeah. And Sam says, I can explain the machete order, but it's wrong. No, absolutely. Uh, and then uh, Jason's just having fun here. Four, five, six, then the Christmas special. I mean, technically it's for the Christmas special, five, six, but uh, yeah. Uh, you saying walk away after the Christmas special. You see what you did by, even though this isn't the actual show, this is now the 30 minute after show to the after show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Sam, look, this is important too. Sam knows every time that Harrison Ford has ever taken off his shirt. Yeah. Blade Runner, he's absolutely right. In Blade Runner, he does take off his shirt. Um, yeah. So tell your boyfriend that you only want to see movies where Harrison Ford, Harrison Ford takes off his shirt. You don't need to see Patriot Games. He leaves his shirt on the whole time. Air Force One, he leaves his shirt on. You don't need any no. of those movies. No. Yeah. I need well, Lindsay, this is not goodbye because... One, you and I are going to do a show that looks a lot like this uh, next Wednesday. Uh, two, I'm going to see you on Thursday. <laughs> We're going to drive up to uh, Dennis's house. We are. Uh, I'm bringing booze. Oh, yeah. That's right. For the drive. So uh, yeah. that'll be good. Yeah. I'm going to bring yeah. it in sippy containers. I mean, I, I don't know if you've ever been to New Orleans, but they have drive through uh, drive through like daiquiri places and margarita places. We You get them. You just drive up and they give them to you. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> you're like <laughs> maybe you're like wait maybe i do need to move sometime soon uh anyway thanks to everybody who came into this even though it was a chat thanks to Lindsay for wasting wasting 30 minutes that could have uh, been spent working uh and now this 30 minutes is sort of the end after the end for the audio version so uh i don't know what to tell those people um, yeah this is just so meta should i apologize uh, yeah for being yourself but they love you, so it's a trade-off. So, we'll do it this way. Hey, guys, I'm really sorry you have to deal with Christian. Yeah, and uh, you'll have to deal with me more next time on the Vladcast. <laughs> Greetings, honorable customer. Is Quag Brothers going out of business sale? We lost our Reese after no more outdoor dining. So try our to-go only special going out of business menu. Chinchilla Chow Main, five fifty. <laughs> General Sal Pangolin Surprise, three ninety nine. Mugu Guy Bat, six dollar. None for you, Gavin Newsom. You broke the quack. Thank you, Quack Brothers. And then I'll put it together, and then that can be at the end. Although the audio version of this is already going to have like an extra half hour. Remember, we did the test last week. Oh, yeah. yeah, remember. Uh, I mean, come on. I try to forget my time with you, but. <laughs> Thank you, Quack Brothers.